Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt, and I am here with Ethan. Oh, hey there. And Ricardo. Hey. And we are coming at you live, uh, not for the first time technically, uh, but when was when was the last time we did live? We did like Ooh, one time. About a year ago? Yeah, it was a while ago now. Um, and yeah. now we're doing now we're doing it again. Was just for it you guys. Ethan's old place? It may have I, been we did we did we did think, we did yeah we did one so. in person I think we did one Google stream, Google Hangout and we did that in, on Facebook we did that yes. as well yes so we've done like a total of three shows and now we're doing Discord which seems to be okay except for this weird it's, glitch on the side but you know, I don't, know don't if that's a pay glitch. no attention to this glitch over here that does that to my arm oh, I'm that's just some sort of audio other dimension. Yeah, uh, but anyway, don't, don't look at this. Anyone listening to this oh, podcast is I going, a beer "What the hell? What the hell, they, <laughs> what the hell are they talking about?" Don't matter to you if you're listening. Um, thank you, mom. Um, guys, did you, get, did you guys play any video games uh, this week? I did. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing that we do every week. Well, I mean, I suppose we should say that it was Thanksgiving last week, so. We it was. We, we didn't mention off. that. We didn't mention that last week's podcast. Yeah, I did. I collected a lot of moons and I beat Mario Sun Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Mario Sunshine. Mario... Went back, played that Mario Sun to get them sprites. I didn't write Shines. that in, the, in my notes, but I did. But I did beat Mario Odyssey. Okay. Um, you beat it. That, so credit rolls. The, I credits rolled, and then a bunch of new stuff happens, and you get to do a bunch of new things, and then it's like. We should probably explore some more, and maybe we can unlock a secret thing. And then I was given control back of the game, and it was like, Hey, we unlocked the secret thing, because I'd already collected a lot of moons already before I beat the game. So it was like, hey, you immediately unlocked the secret thing that we just talked about. Hmm. So that was cool, but I didn't go to the secret thing yet, because I'm going back and getting all the moons. I'm crazy. Yeah, man. The game is really good. It is really, is really good. good. I did. Yeah, yeah it's very you- good. It changes every level. All the levels change just by beating the game. And then it, a new thing happens in every level that where you, if you hit a thing, it unlocks a bunch of more moons that you can get. So it like adds extra changes on top of that. Um, so that's cool. And uh, we were debating earlier before the podcast started the um, how great the new the, how great the song near the end of the game is. See, I had not uh, heard this song. A very a very great song. A very I, I think great I think song. it's fine. It's, it's a very fine. great song. It reminds me of Sonic Adventure. Okay. It does remind me of Sonic Adventure, but not the good parts <laughs> so, of Sonic Adventure that I want no, to remember. It's, oh, it's the good parts. Mm. No. Refuse. Can you feel time? No. It doesn't feel live up to that. No. It's Sorry, not quite man. it's not quite that level. It, it's like if you took one of those and then combined it with like one of Amy's songs from Sonic Adventure. Ah. See? Put some garbage in it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I think it's okay, but I, I, I'm being hard is on this it. Cause, is I, this because a woman was singing? Is that it? Is that no, because the other that, song is just much better. I, um, I'm not familiar with, like, a ton of the Sonic Adventure songs. I know the City Escape one, and I know yeah. the Live and Learn one, and that's kind of the two that I know for sure. Well, it reminded me of those songs... Some good old fashioned butt rock that I never thought I would ever hear ever butt in a Mario rock! game. It's coming but back. Twenty eighteen is gonna be the pretty, year. It's pretty great. It's also equally as on the nose as 
uh, Jump Up Superstar is in terms of just like, remember how Jump Up Superstar has a, a, like a line of sign that says, jump with me, grab coins with me, oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and, I'll be your one and, up girl. And then, and then also, Odyssey, yes see. Odyssey, mm-hmm. yes see. Odyssey, Odyssey yes see. It's yes see, not yes see. Yes see? What's yes see mean? It's you see, like you see that it's an you Odyssey. See. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's definitely not what they I. They have the lyrics in the Switch box. Did I don't you, know. If you, did you buy uh, it digitally? I was gonna or? say, did you did you go to Lyrics Genius and write no, like, show you, analysis show you, about what each of the lyrics mean? Oh, you're actually I gonna did... get up and show us the damn lyrics. It's not. It's not very good video. I really. I believe uh, you. I honestly believe you. Too late. I got video. I got uh, evidence. You have here. what? What do you have? Look, oh yeah, go. I can read that very clearly. It's all yeah. completely backwards. Wait, it, does it have weird. the other song too? Is the other song? Or is it, is uh, it just, no, it's just... just the Odyssey. You see, but you see at the bottom there it says Odyssey. You see, I as can't, you can't see, see that. Man. I don't. I don't see it I at all. I think that. you're lying. Right there. Right I have. There. I have a cover. I have. A, I have the game, so I can go check it myself. Yeah. And find out. But whatever, it's dumb lines, and this one is equally dumb and and equally on the nose to what you were doing at the time, or something like that. Totally, it's something about, it's something about like let's break blocks and escape out of here, or something like that, and it's the end of the game. It's like, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing. Escape from the city, <laughs> basically. But I just, um, I'm just glad they they got Smash Mouth in this game. Basically, is what I'm talking about. Uh yeah, so Mario Odyssey is still a great game. I, de- I, I man, de- switch uh, it. I was gonna say I've definitely heard the whole it opens up like after you beat you quote unquote beat the game like definitely you haven't really beaten the game or whatever. No, it's I mean like a lot of Mario games recently have done that too of like oh do I feel good? You beat starts, the game. The real game starts here, kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah, but um. It's it's I don't know I I like I don't think that's like a negative thing on this uh, in this game. No, it's I don't just, think it's so. Such a, such a fun game to play. So um, I definitely think that like a lot of people have been like, oh, just you should just go through the main story as fast as possible to get to the uh, not only fast but like I think it's like I definitely spent my, a lot of time like in every level trying to find as many things as I could, and I feel like you don't have to spend as much time as I did. You should probably just go ahead and whenever you feel like, um. Like, yeah, it's like whenever it's like, ah, I think I've completed the main missions to get out of here. Like, I can go ahead and just, like, peace out. Like, just do that. And then you'll come, you're, gonna, you're definitely going to come back if you, if you, um, after you beat the game to get more stuff. So, yeah, totally. For sure. It's, it's real fun. It's real fun. It's a good time. Um, I also finished Night in the Woods. Okay. Ah. Um, less of, Less less joy, less joy in Night of the sad Woods. Sad cats, bro. Sad oh. cats. <laughs> More sad cat. You've been listening to Dan Reichert. Sad uh, cats. Sad, it's just uh, a bunch of sad cats. So that's that's not a very long game. How long? How long is it? Uh, I finished it in two sittings total. Um, okay. one right before I left for the Thanksgiving break, and then the one the day after we got back from Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. Um, from being down south to visit family and uh, all that stuff. Uh yeah, I uh it took me I pro- I could probably check the time on it, but it was like it's probably like 6 to 8 hours maybe. Um so that's fair amount. If if that, I would say probably 6 7 hours at most. Um you could probably spend a little bit longer. It, it, the, there's no like collectibles in it necessarily, but there is just like you know, like there's like conversation dialogue things on like every little 
background piece in the game, mm-hmm. and it changes every day depending on like what day it is, and like you know, May will say different things. So um, you can you could like you know if you want to see and hear everything, you could spend more time with it maybe. Um, but you know, I I I looked around, I explored a little bit, but I um, so I wasn't just like mainlining it or just running from point to point, but uh, it was pretty quick. Pretty short game, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that game goes some places, some weird places. Um, uh, like we're talking supernatural, or uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil it too mm. much, but like, it, it just starts out very much like doldrum life in this small town. Here's this like kind of um, this college dropout, you know, main character and her kind of like burnout friends. And uh, she comes back from college, and she's kind of a jerk. And, mm. like, she just wants everything to go back to the way it was and be normal again. But all of her friends are like, well, we're, like, adults now, and we have to, yeah. like, have jobs and stuff and, like, do things. And We've tried like, to ah. move on with our lives. And yeah, be- kind, of, kind of not 100%. Like, you know, like, they're still your friends, and they're still, like, one of them especially um, uh, that's, like, got really a lot of popularity is Greg. Mm-hmm. And he's, like... Let's go great. break. Let's go break stuff. Let's go freaking. Let's go do things. But even he's like, I still have to work every day. Mm-hmm. And like May's like, I don't. I just live with my parents. And like what a that. good life. Yeah, and and then like um, that's kind of how it starts. And you just kind of think, oh, okay. And then there's like a, a little bit of a background mystery going on with like some things start like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, there's like a fr- another friend we had, but he's he left, and we don't know what happened to him. Oh, also there's this weird like. Pretty early in the game, it's like, oh, you find this thing. It's like, that's a weird thing to find. Why why would that be there? That's kind of gross and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, it's like, and you think, so, you, so like, early on in the game, you're like, okay, so there's going to be some sort of, like, mystery that shows up at some point. And then it, like, it does show up, but it, it's definitely not, uh, it's more dramatic, I guess, than you would think. It's more of a, yeah, it's it's more dark than you would think, I guess. Hmm. Um. And then it just kind of goes places from there. There's a lot of weird dream sequences. There's uh, there's exploring of spooky graves and libraries. Um, you know, and stuff like that. You yeah. know, kid, um, college kid stuff. College kid stuff. Get when I was in college, I visited so many spooky graves. And libraries. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, our library was... No, it was the... One of the base no the basement of the library was creepy yeah it's kind of I don't creepy. know if I ever went to the basement in the library there was a lot of radio TV film classes down there and that's where the mass shooting happened so it's kind of oh, creepy down cool. there I, wait yeah. which the one that happened like a, wait what, recently was there no a it was like in the eighties I think oh, okay. the, uh, the yeah, mass shooting like, happened. yeah so I, was like, like I think it was on the, it was the biggest mass shooting in um, California history I think I know time. that the the basement Basilis. of the college park um building was kind of creepy too yeah that was creepy a little bit basements are creepy guys yeah something about them like just the fact there's no windows it's just like oh well you're under stuck here is it yeah. is it daytime you're already it you're already buried oh yeah. my god you've cracked um, it yeah so night in the woods it's a good game i like it um but i wish i can't i don't want to talk about it because i don't want to spoil it it definitely. I kind of want, want someone to talk about it with me and Amber talked about it a lot, obviously, because she already beat it a while ago when it came out. But right, it definitely it's, seems it's... like one of those games that you're gonna get brought in by the art style 
and you're kind of just gonna go in not really knowing what the game is about and experiencing yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I mean, I I don't like the term walking simulator as a genre, but it isn't. There isn't like I don't like that term either. There's, no, I don't. But that's like it's an adventure game. I guess is the best I would say. Mm -hmm. There's not much gameplay in terms of you don't like platforming or doing action sequences or or anything like that. Narrative say, it's more like, Yeah, I was gonna say more like narrative driven. It's, it's a like narrative kind of driven game, and, and there are and there are little mini games. There's a little rhythm mini game because you play with your band, and that's pretty fun. Um, there is a couple of little mini games because you hang out with your different friends. You have choices of um, two of your main friends to hang out with. Um, there's Greg and there's B, and you can choose which one you want to hang out with each day um, and spend time with them. And that kind of alters not really the story, but just more like which one of them will talk to you more often, basically, mm -hmm. and, 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 and which conversations you'll have because you can only hang out with one person a day. Um, so it's not like a Walking Dead or anything like that, but it's just more like, uh, you know, you'll see different stuff if you hang out with this person than if you hang out with this person. I mean, person. I was going to say, is it like, I think we might have even talked about it, like, is it like Persona in that it's like... Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. You have X amount yeah. of time to do stuff. If but you're not like building a meter with them or leveling them up or, or anything like that, you know what I mean? It's just... Social linking. You're not social linking. Or whatever it's called in 5. Uh, confidants. Confidants. Ooh, fancy. Um, yeah, it's a cool game. Um, but I really, I'd like to talk about the ending at some point. So when you guys should play it before we get to game of the year, please, hmm. please, hmm. I'll think about it. It's a short game. Yeah. I beat it. I beat Would it you in one have me weekend. Beat that or near? And well, why does it have to be either? Why? Why not both? Well, <laughs> I can only do one. I can only do one. Well, I don't know. I got to do near. Night in the Woods is like a like a weekend. You can beat it in one weekend. Weekend. Not even that. This is spare. There's so hmm. few your, of those your left in the year. Your your girlfriend might like Nine in the Woods. She might like uh, that game. Maybe. Maybe. Um. What about you guys? What have you been doing? <laughs> uh. Do you want to go first, Ethan? Yeah, I'll go first. Um. So I played this game called What Remains of Edith Finch. You had I've heard of it. I think it was. I think it's been like a good solid month of you every every episode <laughs> saying, saying, "Man, I really gotta play the What Remains of Edith Finch." Like I've been wanting to play it a while because I've heard a lot of good things about it. But you know, obviously the uh, Black Friday sale happened, and mm -hmm. I was like, "Ah, it's thirty three percent off." Um, so I went ahead and picked it up and finally played through it. And uh, man, that game is a it's a downer, man. It's a sad game. It's, it's about, uh, for those who don't know, it's about um, this girl who goes back to her... Uh, Weird Tim Burton-designed house. Yeah, like crazy house that's built by like a crazy person. Okay. Um, but it's not really a crazy person. It's someone in the family. Like this, this house that's been the family for years, and she goes back to it because she's inherited it because literally everyone else in her family's died. And it's a curse that they say ever since they moved from Norway to here... They've had, like, this curse issue with all oh, these no. people dying. So you go through each character and see kind of their last moments of their life and how they how they died and, like, how it affects kind of, like, just kind of how the curse goes through. But one thing I really liked about the game is how every single uh, curse – or not curse. Every single character, like – Every has a curse. Very, every person, how they die is like a very unique way that they explain it. Uh, one of them is like through a comic book sequence with like cell shading. Oh, one of them is through like uh, some sort of like first person narrative where you're like turning a bunch of different animals. One of them is through like 
some like where you're doing like a menial task but then you're also playing this other game on the side and both of them and one thing i really appreciate is like every single one of these kind of like mini game type things really plays into who that character was and puts you in the shoes i think like the one where you're playing like two doing like a menial task while also playing a game is like really a real powerful way to show kind of like in your head this guy's like day this guy's like actually daydreaming about like a better life or otherwise mm-hmm. doing like a completely menial thing and after a while you actually become like oh this is just like a rhythmic thing and it's like oh yeah when i actually do like menial tasks like it kind of turns into like a back burner to like my actual thoughts right um so is this so, also a, a, like a narratively driven experience yeah primarily? it's a narrative walking simulator as mm-hmm. they say um it, it is definitely one of those that it, it was one of the I, one of the games where I kind of looked at it and was like, I don't know, this could have worked as a movie too. Like, it doesn't do anything particularly crazy with its um, with the video game concepts, except for the fact that they display things in different methods. But that could also be done in like a movie. So, I mean, it is a very good one of those, and uh, it, it looks very good for being like an indie developed game. Like, the graphics are pretty pretty high quality. Um, but it, it it does go some very very interesting places, and it's also a very short game. It's not like an hour. It's about like an hour and a half. Um, oh wow, that's yeah. a, that's very very short. Yeah, that's like short. one of those single playthrough kind yeah, of. Yeah, like you get sit down, basically play the whole thing like two hours maybe, and um, it goes some places. And I as a very I think the fact that like there's this crazy house to explore, like just you could learn a lot about a person's personality just from the amount of detail. So it's it's very gone home in that sense, mm-hmm. uh, where you're yeah. just discovering. But it's a little bit more, I guess, on the nose in some ways because when you read like the character's thing, or um, like read like a certain person's like diary, it transports you into their, their last words diary, which is interesting because they're very abstract. Like you don't actually know the whole story about how they actually did die, but it's a very like abstract piece about how they kind of lived their last moments, mm-hmm. and it's very pretty. I think in that sense, it's 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 a little more abstract. But if you're looking for like, oh, here's a bunch of like realistic ways of how people die, it's like no, it's like these very kind of romanticized, interesting ways. It's it's a weird game. I really dug it though. Like I thought it was um, really well done and paced and all that all that good stuff. I mean, but I I I don't know if it affected me as much as like something like Firewatch did because. Mm-hmm. The end story, while it kind of wrapped all around um, the main character and what she's feeling and all this stuff and how she's explaining it, explaining this into like a book that she's writing, um, it was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, that's how I see how it goes, and it ended. It felt kind of like Brothers and how it ended, where some people really loved it, but I feel like for me, it was just kind of like, eh, that's like cool. It did, I, I kind of saw it. It didn't connect with necessarily like, didn't connect with your experiences and like your your. St- your shit going on inside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it it does kind of romanticize people's lives. It just kind of shows like the legacy people leave behind. And I think one thing that's really cool is every time you check off a character, it like, or do a character's like little story, it like has this family tree mm-hmm. that kind of gets filled out as you go through, and you can kind of see like how it goes. And it's like, man, wishancestry dot com like had some sort of crazy thing where you can see <laughs> everyone's like last moments. Like that'd be really cool. Um, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I mean, it would it'd, it'd be weird, but it'd be like, hey, you learn a lot about that person. You learn a lot about, True. like, despite only being with them for, like, what, 10 minutes in this little mini game? Like, you kind of learn a lot about, like, their character and who they were, despite it being so short. Um, when one of my great grandfathers died in World War One, I, I don't think I would want to be there for his 
last moments. I feel like that no. Be, is but... there is there any like is there any kind of like spooky elements about this game? Um, kind of, but not nothing too scary. Like it's it, there's no jump scares or anything. It's like it's like spooky, not scary. It's more melancholy than scary. Mm. Um, where it's I just see. like boy. Everyone's dead. Like after a while, it's like, oh yeah, that's a lot of dead people. You and your friends are dead. You and your family are all dead. Uh, um, but you did play something else that was maybe a little bit spooky. A little yes, bit I did. So, um, one of our friends, mutual friends, bought this game for me. Which friend? Uh, Shout name drop. Fallon, you know name drop. She's Woo, never on the podcast, me, but you know if, you, if you've seen her. Ham. Uh, if she got you, she got Ricardo that ham pillow. Um, she picked up uh this game called The Park for me like years and years ago. But we decided to have like a little hangout, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Why don't we play that game?" I'm like, "All right, I hear it's not that long, but basically it's weird because it's excuse me made by the people who made Secret World, which is this MMO that I never played. She was really into it. it had like kind of a Lovecraftian." conspiracy theory type game all together in this massive multiplayer type game. Yeah, I never Secret played it. World, it's Secret World was a weird It was a cool, weird thing. Weird um, it exists still. I believe it's free to play and it's doing mm-hmm. pretty well for itself. Um, but they made this kind of a spin-off game in the world of Secret World where this uh, mom loses her son inside this park. And it's a very kind of generic like um, uh, kind of like Six Flags budget type park where it's not as extreme but it's like Hey, we got like a bumper cars. We got like a roller coaster. Well, it's, we only have one roller coaster. It's, it, I was gonna say it's essentially the most generic like theme park you can think of in terms of yeah. like the attractions and the theming. It's like fairy yeah. tales. There's there's like a boat ride. There's a bumper cars uh, roller coaster Ferris wheel. Yeah, the whole deal. The whole like ah, that's what you get when you go to a theme park. Um, but it kind of shows this this character how they're kind of it's a weird thing where it's like is it a flashback is it what's happening and you kind of play through this person who's obviously very damaged and has a lot of um, emotional issues to kind of work through mm-hmm. and she t- it's a very much like feels bad for blaming herself for you know her son escaping all this stuff and it has like these spooky scary moments where it's mostly just like jump scares and mm-hmm. things like that and, like, playing it, I was not personally that scared. Like, it had some creepy moments. Sure, um, sure. But after playing, like, Resident Evil 7, like, this is way less scary than that. It's just like, oh. After some... playing Deadly Premonition, <laughs> oh, yeah. the scariest the game. The thing is, is that it's, like, it's it's got this main story, which is a very kind of, cl- it's, like, a very cliched, very, um like, tropey and kind of actually weak interpretation of, like, a person going through mental illness, like, mm-hmm. and how it affects their ability to, you know... It's, like, basic. If it's, they it's have a family very... or whatever. But then there's, like, this underlying current of, like, the park was actually used by, like, this dude who, like, took the negative feelings or whatever of everybody in the park or whatever. And, like, and then, the, the like, a new owner took over and he was going to use it to make, like positive feelings to make himself immortal or something like there's some and then there's like like, a, you, like you do and like there's do, like a yeah. weird like another su- side story about like a dude in a chipmunk suit like stabbing people and it all just kind of like like the finale is very tense and the finale is i was like, gonna say the end of the game actually is like probably the best part of the game yeah it's it, it, it i know this game came out before pt kind of an older game 
but it oh, had really? a very I didn't similar, realize it was this old. Yeah, it has a very similar kind of, like, sequence where you're, like, going through the same area, but it's changing slightly. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more linear than, like, PT, where it's, like, certain things are mildly changing, and it's probably not as scary, because literally I can't play PT. I get anxiety just turning that game on and seeing the doorway. I'm like, no, I can't do this. Um, but this game, no, we're getting like, we're getting conflicting reports from an eyewitness here, and our live live chat is being is calling Ethan out on. Okay, sure, how, maybe I, maybe I did maybe I did jump a few times, but <laughs> it, to me, it was, I wasn't on edge as I was during when I was playing like Resident Evil or something like that. Um, that being, I mean, there were some spooky moments, especially at that end. The end part was scary. Um, but is, like, does this game have like a lot of like? Is it like Resident Evil where it has like combat and stuff? No, there's no combat. It's, it's just, just like walking. running away. There's yeah. like yeah. no. I don't think now. there's like a, a fail state. Like you can't like fail really. Oh, it's no. Okay, so it's just a matter of it's just will going. You, will you persevere? Yeah. This is a, this How do you know when you're satisfied? When I the mean, game the game ends. ends. Credits roll. It's it's not. It's and then not and then story spoilers. You're not satisfied because the ending's not that good. <laughs> the en- yeah, the actual ending ending is like, oh wait, what? Oh oh wow. Oh, okay, cool. That's that's nice. But I guess apparently that character and like the the guy that was doing the whole shit with the park are actual elements from the secret world. Like they are actually yeah. appear in that game. I guess. So. And oh. when you beat the game, you can like wow, get it's that cool much of a crossover content in secret yeah, world. Yeah, the like... secret world. The secret world is like. A little bit of Cthulhu, but also a little bit of, like, X-Files of, like, what if Men it in totally Black is. was real, and then also, like, Cthulhu, and also X-Files, and all three of them. It's yeah. very, like, it's it's kind of like, um, like, Hellboy-ish. Like, BPRD, like, BPRD, you know? That's Yeah, I mean. that makes sense. Which uh, is kind of wacky. Um, but yeah. I, I think that game is alright if you find it for like really cheap. Like it's it's a neat experience to hang with your friends and play a game that's kinda spooky at times. Yeah, it's it's interesting. There are there are solid elements of it, but again, like between the fact that it's like it's kind of a again a lazy interpretation of like, oh, this lady is crazy or whatever and um Yeah. The ending just kind of being unsatisfying. It's... I was feel I always feel weird about that when like a lot of that's why I kind of want to play that um the Hellblade game because they actually mm. kind of do like a little more research into like mental health mm-hmm. because so many times in like games and movies and stuff it's like the person is crazy because they're sad about the thing it's just it's just very rote and not very intense yeah. about like what it actually like it's not it just seems almost disrespectful in a lot of ways totally yeah. Although I I read a thing on uh, I came from Kotaku Polygon that was like I'm I have you know mental health issues and I didn't like Hellblade either so well I mean at least they tried though like I feel like they yeah. at least the fact that they go through the whole process of actually like researching it and stuff is like way more than most developers do where it's like why is the person saying this like ah they're crazy in the head that's how also you have an insanity meter yeah exactly <laughs> that's this is a level like this is what. Which is very H.P. Uh, Lovecraft-like or Cthulhu. Um. Yeah, H.P. Lovecraft often wrote about how you were six out of ten crazy. Yeah, where the... it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally what most of his stories um, ended up with, was like, this, you, this guy witnessed something so crazy that now he's crazy. Yeah, but there wasn't like an insanity meter. No, no, no. There was no like there, no. that's that's more of a game thing. That's that a game be... mechanic, yeah. No, you were either one or ten. <laughs> in Lovecraft, how crazy? 
or or, or or you were black and therefore you and that was the <laughs> that was Jewish the real therefore... that was the real that was the real horror of it all. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, I did not put one thing on the list because I didn't actually play enough of it. Oh, um, but I did do a Black Friday thing. What'd you um, do? Oh, what? oh you mean like you had to go buy to get something? Uh oh, I bought I bought a thing. I bought a what? I bought a headset. <laughs> You are. Why would you even do that? Look, man, I'll tell you what to do with your life. I'm doing things with my life. I don't care what you think. I'm buying <laughs> VR headsets. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Which one is that? I can't tell. This is the uh, Oculus? Yeah, the Oculus Rift. They had the uh, Black Friday was like 350 and you get like a bunch of games. So I was like, eh, why not? I'll, I'll pick it up. Man. Why? Um, why? 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 Tell me I why. Don't... I mean, to be fair, when I bought the first, the DK2, like, years ago, Donkey I was Kong like, oh, too. man, I'm really excited to sell this back, which I did, and then use that money to buy the next Oculus, or, the like, the newest version, and I never bought it because it was freaking, like, $600 when it first came out, or, like, 500 or something ridiculous, and I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot. I'm not buying that right away. I think it was 600 yeah. It was 600 But as the price has rapidly dropped, because Facebook really just wants people to get into the to the, the yeah. Oculus. Want to collect your eye data. Collect see me my you, eye data. See, see, see what you're looking at. See what my, uh, feed see you an what, ad how I there. move. Um, but yeah, so I picked it up, and <laughs> the first night I got it, I was like, oh man, I'm so excited to play this. And I was like, cool. Oh no, okay. But you, apparently you need like a bunch of 3.0 USB ports. You didn't look up the requirements? No, no, I did, I did. But okay. it was said you don't need them. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. I have a bunch of 2.0s, and that'd be okay. The tracking won't be as nice, but it'll still be pretty good. So I went and plugged it in, and I just it just kept saying setup failed, setup failed. Despite all the check marks, they have like a, they have a pretty nice like as far as like a thing that's kind of complicated to set up. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty nice like walkthrough of like okay, you have to connect your sensors. Let's do this check. Let's see if these work. And they're all checkmark green of all the sensors. My headset was hooked up, and I was like okay, uh, let's see what's going on. And so I kept trying again and again, plugging into different ports because apparently there's like some bandwidth issues and all these things. And I was like trying all this stuff, and I was staying up until like midnight. And I'm like, you know what? And you were paying this headset's, de- this headset's de- defective. So I went back to Best Buy the next day and took it back and got a new one. And I plugged it right in. It worked right away. Oh, and it was so like it really was defective. It was defective. Yeah. yeah, it was like I got a defective headset at first, so um, that was kind of a bummer being just sitting there. But <laughs> after I got it hooked up. Um, man, it, it's one of those things where I have done VR with like the, the the DK2 like ages ago, and seeing how janky that was, and like how how much I had to be like, okay, well, I have to plug this in, then I have to launch this certain thing to make it work, and then it's on all the time. Like all the nice like quality of life things they have added to this, where it's just like, oh, it only turns on like the actual screen only turns on when it's on your face like it doesn't just turn on like it's not on all the time it actually can sense when it's on your head and then it turns it on and so it you can also like use regular desktop applications while running it but it can also like show shows what you're looking at in one view instead of this weird like two thing like going from that to like what they've gone now is kind of impressive i mean it's been like what two maybe two years since i had the dk2 more than that is it two? yeah the maybe like two and a half you had it back in college right uh no i was i would think i was that was when i didn't have a job so i was unemployed at that time i was right right after i graduated i think i got it um i remember yeah it being at you bringing it to ray and ian's old place and then yes i also remember the you sitting at your 
desk at I think your old your fir- your old place in uh Mission Viejo. Yeah, Mission Viejo. Like you were you had like the button up shirt and you had the, the, the VR headset and it was like you're going to a business me I'm going to a business me. Yes, I had that picture still. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. 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 Um but going from that to this is like wow, it's like night and day. Like they've just solved a lot of things. But uh definitely playing it, I'm like, okay, here's what needs to happen. There needs oh, to be uh I I've done like a bunch of different demos and I'm like a lot of them are really impressive. I didn't want to talk about them because I didn't go that long into each of like because a lot of these games now Fair are enough. actually like full fledged games. It's not just like here's a cool tech demo. It's like no, here's a whole actual game with like progression and things like that. But one thing that definitely I think is the next step is they're gonna have to get wireless headsets. Like at some point, the standalone ones are just gonna have to be the way it's gonna go because between the fact that I have to set this up next to my computer well, Vive, in my room, Vive has one in the works, right? I yeah, Vive has one. I think it's only coming out in Asia. or uh, Yeah, I think in Asia. And Oculus also has one in the works where it's just uh, the Crystal... I think it's called Crystal Cove. It's, um, I can't remember the prototype name, but where you got the, the hand controllers and it's all locked into one thing and you can kind of move around and move your head and everything and it'll track all that. I think once it gets to there, that's like the sweet, sweet, sweet spot where everyone, sweet, not everyone, sweet. but at least more people should get into it because being able, having to be next to my computer, I'm like, dang, man, like I don't have enough room in my room to like really do full, um, full motion control of my hands. Mm-hmm. I keep bumping into things. I knock over like water bottles. Some, once I accidentally hit the cord that was connected on the sensors, I like disconnected it because even with the chaperone system, like you get so involved in any of the games, you just you forget you're like using a vr system and you're like in an actual like room it's yeah it's really cool like i think this now, is this is definitely the most immersed i've ever been just because of the hand movement and stuff like that yeah now it, it came with the touch controllers too yeah so this is the one with the touch controllers as well so you get like a bunch of games for free that utilize those um one of the games i have out right now which i think is one of the really really cool ones is uh this game called echo arena um which is this kind of like ender's game type game where you're you're basically playing like VR frisbee where you're weightless and you're going oh, around I've and trying to do yeah, yeah you're trying to like throw a frisbee into a goal. Mm-hmm. And at first it in the first talk it's just like oh that's okay I guess. But the cool thing about it is it's one of the first games that kind of lets you maneuver any way you want and somehow it doesn't get you motion sick because anytime you turn left right with a controller it's like an instant vomit comment. Anytime you go forward you just get sick. Mm-hmm. But the the game works as you push off walls using the touch controllers like you grab on the walls and push off of them and it doesn't make you sick at all like i felt 100 percent fine while going like super fast and like boosting around this crazy hmm. crazy area um and also i'm not ha- sure i i was gonna ask about that because like uh if i recall last time we ever tested one of these with you you were fine but me and ricardo i don't know about you ricardo but i remember i remember feeling like not like instantly sick, but like after about like ten minutes of using it, I was like, I don't feel great. Yeah, it was a little disorienting. Um, specifically again when it was like, I don't know when. When my mind, like it's it's kind of hard to like describe, but it's like when essentially when my mind was aware that I was not moving, but the you know the visuals were intending that I was moving. Like with the roller coaster, like that honestly kind of made oh, me the roller a little coaster bit sick. Like a, the roller coaster is a vomit comment. Uh, Back in those days, like people didn't. 
it was a crazy world in VR, so everyone was just like, put this in here, it'll be cool, man. And people just got sick, what and they're like, whatever, who cares, bro? <laughs> what do always people want to do? Ride roller just get, coasters. Yeah, just freaking let them throw up, man. Just like a real roller coaster. Like, that stuff will make you sick for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, after, like, you know, a couple years of research, they've kind of figured out, like, oh, hey, this is what makes people sick. I haven't played a game where you moved on your own at all. It's either the teleport sh- teleportation thing. Or, like, in the rare case of Echo Arena where you've been able to um, motion with, like, actual, like, hand controls and stuff like that. Um, but I think the one one of the most interesting kind of powerful moments I've had in that weird game, Echo Arena, is after I did the tutorial, it threw me immediately into, like, this lobby area where you can, like, fly around and, like, press, like, hey, I joined this matchmaking thing on this console that's on the ground. And there was just these people hanging around and they're like higher level than me. They're like, well, you can see on their name is like level 40 and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this guy goes, Hey man, you're joining your first game. And I was like, cause like they just allow your audio is just automatically piped yeah, through in that game. Like automatically on automatically. Yeah. So I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, man, it's my first game. He's like, Oh cool dude. This is like the best VR game. And it's just him. And I guess like maybe his girlfriend or something like flying around as well. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like I keep bumping into walls and stuff. And you just, and it's just this weird scene because he was in the game as well, and he was just looking at me, and because the touch controllers are obviously uh, connected to his hands, he was, like, gesturing at me, like, oh, yeah, man, like, you gotta get, like, a mat where you can play barefoot, and then you can tell kind of your space a little bit better than just walking around on carpet. And I was like, what? And it, it, it's a, kind of an indescribable feeling of just seeing this person talk to me in, like, yeah. this weird world where he's, like, flying. He's literally flying and, like, floating off this static piece of equipment. And he's just talking to me about, like... Just random stuff, and I'm just sitting there, like, flying around, messing, doing my own business. It's just a weird feeling that is unlike anything I've ever really experienced. Um, have you played Rec Room yet? I have not played Rec Room yet. I've, I've only got it, like, a couple days ago. Um, that's one of the ones I'm definitely looking forward to. But, like, it's just, it's, that part was weird. The other thing that was weird is I got in another time. I think it was the night after. And uh, there was these two developers, and one of them was from Echo Arena, okay. which is weird. And he was just talking about, like, there's just two developers just chilling out in this room, just talking, just shooting the shit, just talking about, like, oh, man, you know, our dev team's crazy. We, like, spend a lot of time on this. And he's like, oh, my dev team, like, when we work on games, like, he do- they don't care at all. Like, I say this thing. He's like, check out our team. Look at this. And they're just, like, showing themselves, like, when you grab onto an object in in the game, if you rotate your hand, they individually modeled like every single finger to go across this like particular um like board or whatever what? like to rotate around all of it and he was showing that like visually and i could watch him do it and i was watching him do it it's showing this guy this thing that was just is weird just to seeing that uh-huh. seeing that you know, just holding a normal conversation and yeah, just game. holding an over conversation they're just flying around and so i did this weird thing where i grabbed like this plastic dinosaur and just started beating it against like a wall like a crazy person <laughs> and the guy just looked over at me and he just stares at me and just does like because has this thing where you can it sends his thumbs up and so this guy just goes cool thumbs up like that's cool i'm glad you're, I'm glad you're just beating that dinosaur against the wall like a crazy person it's it's just that that's just so bizarre it's so bizarre but i, I love it it makes me feel like the early days when i kind of got into pc gaming for the first time and there's all these like kind of like weird rooms that you just hang out in and just chat to people and kind of like oh yeah i know about those weird rooms that you hang out with yeah or, or the first time i played oh, uno yeah. on xbox xbox live where it was like 
Didn't you you got the first time like, you get the webcam, some guy's just hanging out in like a dragon costume. It just feels like a weird wild frontier, and it's... I don't know, it's fun. And that also, besides, the game is actually pretty good. Like, it's a really cool thing to just fly around and chill out and talk to people. Um, That's cool. But I want to talk more about that later when I actually kind of dive deeper into some of the games. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't regret my purchase yet, except for the fact that I keep running into the walls. So maybe I'm going to have to uh, get you into will the regret front it. room. Yeah, then I'll regret you it. You will regret it. You got to get that mat, man. Got to get that mat. The man, man, I bumped into so many things because they have this chaperone system where you can see the walls in the game. Uh-huh. It's just like, oh, check this out. Like, here's the wall. Here's kind of where you're going to run into things. And then you're just like, fuck that. Just bash through it. You don't <laughs> care. You're trying to get that freaking frisbee. And you're going to throw that. You're going to throw it as hard as you can. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's a cool thing. Hmm. That's cool. All right, Cardo, what about you? I can't remember what my current stance on vr is so i'll just say go for you <laughs> yeah you you, you flip flopped on that issue a lot on it you should come you should come try because last time you tried it was the dk2 and it's definitely gotten a lot better since then I'm, I'm curious what you'll think if you try like some of the modern games with the hand controllers and stuff because i think that really changes a lot of it maybe i will are you formally inviting me yes okay then i will you guys have, you guys have a play it. date you know why because we're friends and you know what game has is all about friends? Final Fantasy. What? Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So uh yeah, I it's an I did a little MMO. What's up? Is that one the MMO? I can't remember. No, Final Fantasy. No, that's 15 the new one. That's the that's, that's the latest one. Is the came latest out. About a road trip. Mainline, yeah. Final it's a Fantasy. Road game. Trip. It's the one with Assassin's Creed in it. Yes. So <laughs> so uh yeah, I have um Ethan, we can see that you're go- that you're gonna leave. You could just say you're go- gonna leave. It's not it's like you're now, trying now, to keep the charade now you, going. Now you've outed him on the audio version of the podcast. Uh, whatever, though. who cares? Nobody that's that version's done. Nobody's gonna look at that anymore. <laughs> Nobody's gonna listen to that anymore. It's just now that we have this, this video live stream that you can check out. Yes, but anyway, all three people watching. But anyway, I think the three people watching are us three because we haven't yeah, pulled up very well. That's a very well might be. Um, but yeah, so Final Fantasy fifteen. so like obviously there was the whole Black Friday stuff going on. I didn't buy too, too much. I kind of used it as an opportunity to buy some uh, like gifts for other people, but as well as like I, I didn't want to necessarily buy too much for myself, but I did end up yeah, getting... Yeah, I almost never do. I almost got... I ended up getting a couple of... Especially because it's like it's not worth going out or whatever but like luckily now most of that stuff is online so psn was doing a, a pretty long sale yeah it was like all weekend yeah it was pretty much all weekend like into into like monday or something was um and so i was browsing some of those games a couple times and saw a couple that i liked plus in an email and i don't even know what exactly program it was that i was doing but sony sent me like a 20% off code for PlayStation Store 2, like, as well. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get a couple games and then also, like, stack this 20% off on top of it and just be, like, super good. So probably foolishly, I ended up getting two JRPGs, so one of them is going to have to go on the shelf for a while. 
I got you, you certainly you certainly pick games that are like to gonna take you a long time to finish. Yeah. At the same time, that's not the first one. You, didn't you get? Didn't you buy Yakuza Zero and something else? Probably. Um, at the same time as well. Yeah, I'm not great at doing that. But anyway, so I bought Persona 5, and then I bought Final Fantasy 15. Oh, Persona 5. So I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy 15. First of all, the game is a, has, a, has a huge download. I don't remember how did, long. Did they, like, did, they, did they fix the, um, the like, the, the, remember how they said they were like, oh, Chapter 13 or whatever is bad, and we're going to make it better? Uh, maybe, yes, they, they did fix that. Yeah, they, I was going to say, did? maybe, okay, I don't... I, I, I'm nowhere near that, so, like... But anyway, so Final Fantasy 15... Um, it's, like, right out the gate, it, like, before the title credits, it says, a Final Fantasy for fans and newcomers alike. And I definitely get that, as someone who's kind of, like, a Fairweather fan for Final Fantasy, like, I definitely am getting that, um, feeling like it's, it's kind of like a middle ground where where you can, ju- like, if you've never played a Final Fantasy, like, this is a, a good one to jump onto. If you're a fan of Final Fantasy, hopefully you'll like the systems in play here or whatever. And so, I can't tell right now, I've, I've, I'm only in Chapter 2 right now, and I can't tell if Final Fantasy fifteen is a good game, but I know that it makes... <laughs> Me. Ain't that always a question? But though? I, I know that it makes me really happy to play. Like it's just well, a then it's really a good game. Yeah, then, joyful. Because that that's matter? the thing. It's like this really weird mishmash of things going on that, while technically they all have gameplay benefits and gameplay reasons for them to be happening, they don't really like. It doesn't really make sense cohesively, like as as a game. Like it's just a lot of different stuff. Have like different mechanics. Like now you're driving car. Now you're fishing. Now you're like camping out. Now you're fighting in this kind of like uh like real time RPG, like action RPG, but it's kind of like sloppy. It's really weird. Like so the basic premise is that you play as uh a prince named Noctis. I'm not going to I'm not going to get too crazy with the names of like the places because I myself don't even really know what's going on because in typical Final Fantasy fashion it's like throwing you a million names that are very complicated very oh, yeah. quickly. Um so you play as this prince named Noctis and I guess you have like your kingdom has been in kind of like this long standing war with um with the the neighboring kingdom and but there's been a ceasefire and you're kind of trying to cement the ceasefire by they're going to marry Prince Noctis off to the princess Luna Freya of the other kingdom. And so you and your three buddies jump in a car. On a road yeah, trip. You're gonna jump in a car and you're going to drive Noctis to the wedding and he's going to get married and he's going to get married. So Nice. But but then they get crazy drunk and they have to find him. Well, I was gonna say, so literally there's a there's the opening cutscene that's like um that's like it's it's not in engine, it's like really crazy like CG. Although the game does look for the most part sure. really, really good. Um there's this opening cutscene of him leaving, and then it cuts to like the first in engine thing is you guys all broken down on the side of the road. And so the game starts where literally you hold 
R2 to push the car, and each of the characters is kind of, like, bantering back and forward, like, at each other, like, all right, Ignis, it's time to switch. Like, I get to, I get to steer now, and Prompto's like, it's like, no, 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 it's my turn after that. And it's like, I'm gonna stop pushing now. And then slowly under, like, over the, the talking, you start hearing this really kind of not Lana Del Rey smoky singer singing a version of Stand By Me. And, and, and oh, as the, I was gonna say, oh. as the kid, is she singing a real human Earth song? Not, not it, some it's it's Stand By Me. Song? Yeah, and and the camera pans back, and then it's like Final Fantasy 15. So right away, I was like, all right, this seems all right. And so now all the mechanics are like it's this weird circle of like you'll get missions and then you'll you'll like you'll you'll drive to a spot, you'll get missions and then like the day will progress and you'll be doing missions and side activities and then you'll camp out and it caches out all your XP once you once you cash out or you rest at an inn um and like uh you can have uh the the driver kind of the calm cool and collected uh like uh intellectual of the group his name is Ignis he will cook for you guys and de- de- you can find different recipes and stuff in the in the world and he'll cook for you and he'll give you stat boosts so then you can go out and like take on bigger hunts and and other stuff like that and it's it's like but no, again like it's you have you're it's like part driving it's like there's part driving game and then there's like these these fishing side activities and like this really kind of loose really flashy looking but kind of loose and not really like precise uh action RPG elements like it's really weird uh and and then there's like that weird survival aspect where it's like people like oh everybody's getting sleepy and dirty and stuff we should probably like and it's nighttime it's nighttime yeah, and like sleepy and, and dirty and at nighttime yeah. like the the and like dirty. really powerful demons and shit come out so it's like you should probably just find like a place real life. to camp and just sleep or whatever um so is there like a set amount of progress you can make in a day or does it, it like doesn't or is seem it like, like totally it up really. to you you can technically keep going but you your xp only cashes out when you rest so like you're only gonna level up if you finally like go to sleep and and end the day or whatever um and yeah, so like it isn't, but it isn't. Is it? Is it like based on actual physical progress through the world? Like, are you making, like, as I guess that's what I mean. Is like, does that day keep on going forever until you? I think in, that eventually you get to a point? it'll. I think eventually, or is it like, or is it like, oh, hey, we hit this, we hit this story gate, and now it's gonna, and now a cutscene plays, and now we're moving on to the next. No, you can like, definitely area. like it'll. T- it tells you like how many days have elapsed, and you can definitely like waste a whole day doing like side activities and not doing like actually any story progress or whatever like that. There's definitely story as like story things that happen that will like advance a day or like this needs to take place at night. And so that'll like, it'll fast forward to that point in the day or whatever. Um, so it definitely, it just, it feels like, uh, uh, like a a weird mishmash of mechanics, and they don't really work that that well together, to be honest. But it's just like I I think the characters are fun right now, and like the the whole road trip aspect because like you know everybody's been on a road trip at, in one fashion or another with people, and so it's this like this is you, true. You get that 
that feeling of camaraderie with these characters that you don't even really know. Um, yeah. Uh, the story, that's the, I mean, the one thing besides, like, the mechanics kind of being, like, all over the place, I would say is that the story right now, very, like, boilerplate-like thing. Like, Final spoilers, the, the wedding doesn't necessarily go as you think it might go. What? Uh, and maybe somebody's kingdom you, ends up, like, You mean really you got to the end trouble. of the game already? No, it's not at the end of the game. It's in the beginning of the game. It's in chapter that's, one. That's crazy. I don't believe you see no. So that's fun. I I'll I definitely want to keep playing more of it. I've been meaning to play more of it. Um, since I stopped the last time, it's like it, I just got to chapter two, and I'm like, man. I wonder, like, if these systems are all gonna kind of let loose now, because like I think it just. Chapter 1's kind of just basically running you through stuff that you can do, like the elements of camping, the elements of fishing, which is a, a weird, full-on, like, kind of fishing game, almost, like, in and of itself, where you're choosing lures and, and uh, like, managing your line tension and stuff like that while you're reeling in fish. Like the fishing game in uh, Nier. I don't know, because I've never played Nier, so... I yeah. Know. That thing I never engaged with yet. Yeah, it's funny because like Noctis is the main character, and he's kind of portrayed as like this very salt, like very sullen kind of like angsty, you know, anime main character sort of thing. You know, he's kind of he's like the best, but like he's also but he's not happy but about he's it. not happy about it. Um, but the only thing he really gets excited about is fishing. So. It's like that's the one time in the game so far that he's been like actually enthusiastic about something. Um that's pretty great. So yeah, I definitely want to play more of that. I'm hoping to to engage with that a lot more because one of the other things in that game is that it, when Ignis cooks and actually when you eat at any of the restaurants, the food looks amazing. Like that's where Yeah, I heard that like highly detailed food the models for the game went. Like the graphics Look great for the most part. Um, there are some rough like edges in certain areas, but one place where they made sure that it's like this is always going to look immaculate is the food. Like it's it's crazy. It's the most important part, dude. Yeah, food. Indeed. Uh, but besides that, the only other game I've been playing. Another J Japanese based online experience. Yeah, totally. Um, that's not that's not how you spell fifteen Roman numerals. Whoever put that oh, in chat. Oh, is that not? What did I put? <laughs> fifteen is X V. Oh, Shh, it's fine. Uh, um, Wait, what? Who put what? Don't worry about it. Nothing. I put X V. Uh, yeah, you did. Not 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 talking about your doc. I'm talking about somebody else. Ah. Anyway, Pokemon Go. Pokemon. You're playing that as well. Go. So yeah, so um I don't know. I just had a gumption to like, man, I should be more active. Like I should actually get out <laughs> and try to not like just sit around all day even if it's just like taking a walk. But like it's weird. Like I'm <laughs> like I'm a weirdo when it comes to like walking around with like headphones in and stuff like that. A lot of times I think about like walking, it doesn't occur to me that I could be doing something else as well as walking or so that, you know, yeah, man, it, like listen to podcasts, listening to, podcasts, listen to music. 
that I could be doing audiobooks. literally anything. Audiobooks. So the one thing that I ended up saying, like, hey, this might help, was fin- was starting up Pokemon Go again, which I, hadn- I hadn't realized how long ago I had, like... I think I saw a big group of play- people playing Pokemon Go the other day. I have no evidence. Happen. To- I have no evidence to be if it was actually Pokemon Go mm-hmm. or not, but there's, like, a group of, like, 20-something people standing outside this business... And I'm like, that seems like the sort of location where a gym would be. Must have been, or maybe and I've it was never, and I've never seen, I've never raids. seen people play Pokemon Go there raid before. Bats. But like, yeah, but maybe it was some sort of raid thing. And it was like a really diverse group of people, and they were all standing out with their phones out. And I'm like, it's like that sounds about right. A bunch of like a bunch of young people, but then like two or three quite old people. Yeah, and then like a, a, like a fair amount of like middle aged people as well. And I mean, I like, some of the raids I've been in is they do like this. A lot of, like, older people, actually, from what I've seen, they have two accounts. So they have one running on their iPad and one running on their phone. And I'm like, you people are, like, insane. Like, they just get really obsessed with, like, one type of game. And I'm like, why would you Why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, man. I mean, remember, like, Farmville and, and, and um, like, Candy Crush? And those, I mean, those games are huge among the market of, like, 40 and up, like, people. Like, yeah. Th- like, those people get, like, heavily invested in those games. Like, the thing is, is that one thing that I will say, just starting off right here, is that I started off Pokemon Go and immediately rubbed up against some of the bad, like, some of the bad mechanics and bad decisions that I, that, like, kind of forced me out to begin with. For example, like, man, they don't give you, for as much items as like they spit out technically they don't give you a lot of inventory space to start like to start out with or whatever and obviously the only way to get more is to use pokecoins which is the premium currency in the game and Mm -hmm. so like inventory management is a very real thing the managing of your pokemon there's like it's there's not a super easy way to organize them like in a in a good way like there's like different ways you can sort them but like ultimately when you have a lot of pokemon and a lot of a different type and stuff it's kind of hard to like wade through it, it definitely gets chaotic yeah it gets very chaotic when you're trying to wade through like okay who's actually good here like what can i actually use what like who has actual potential like, where was my best one of that thing? Like, it's kind of difficult. And then, like, until I actually realized that you can hold from that screen to, like, a to to mass, like, transfer them. Like, yeah. instead of just going in and transferring them one by one. It was, there was, a lot. It was uh, some, some tough times. So initially I was like, man, now I remember why I stopped playing this game. It's just like there's so many weird headache thing, like weird headache things in the game. But then mm-hmm. like I actually got out and started walking and stuff and um you know there's still elements of that game that like remind me of why it was such a cool thing. Again, because first yeah. of all like everybody has I think of that certain generation they have that latent love of Pokemon. And in fact the now the Pokemon series has gone on for so long that you have so many different people of like everybody likes to be like oh for gen gen one was the best or whatever but it's like to a lot of kids coming up or growing up that's not even on their radar like bulbasaur charmander right. and squirtle are not they're they're not their dudes like that's not the ones they like or whatever 
Um, so like they've obviously incorporated a lot of Pokemon from Gen two, and I think even Gen three. So that was kind of neat to There's see. There's a couple of Ghost Pokemon from Gen three. Yeah, yeah. They, so that was neat to see like pop up like initially. Um, and then also I and I'm sure Ethan's talked about it before. I can't remember exactly, but um, so I'll just talk about it briefly. The the gym battling and gym like the way they handle gyms in general now is a lot better. Like it's a it's a lot better. But it used to be before if a gym was open, you could throw a Pokemon in there. If it was your your color gym, you could throw your own. And I think it was like a total mm-hmm. of ten. Yeah, and then only and then and then once you once you like beat a gym, you had to like beat through all the whatever ten there mm-hmm. were, and then you could like whatever was one was left over that you hadn't that hadn't fainted, you could like put in there. Yeah, basically. exactly. Um, now it's like there are a lot more rules. Like obviously that mechanic of like if it's your color gym, you can contribute to it, but only up to six Pokemon, like only up to six, and they can't be the same type. So you're not gonna see like you know, like six hoes in there or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's going to be six different type of Pokemon in that gym. And now the longer Pokemon stay in the gym, they're like, uh, it's like a fatigue me. It's like some sort of fatigue meter goes down and that lowers their combat power. So they're easier to beat. And like when uh Pokemon's like fatigue is all the way down and they're get beaten, they get knocked out of the the gym. So it's it's like in a weird way it's easier to take over gyms because you can just find instead of like somebody putting like I'm putting my use brute force 50, it, right? like I'm putting my 50,000 power like Arcanine in this gym and like it, unless you're like super super good or crazy as me like you're never going to beat it. But, and, like, I can just, I can go a million miles away, and I'll be, it'll be forever there. Like, now, uh, like, there's an up, there's, like, a gym upkeep, essentially. Like, if you don't revisit gyms, Pokemon's power are gonna go down, um, and, like, and it, it encourages people that don't have strong Pokemon, or if a gym is full, to help out gyms of their same color as well, because now you can visit those gyms, and if a Pokemon's fatigue is going, like, is going down, or... Uh, they're like fatigue meter. You can feed them berries, and there it'll go back up, and you'll get rewarded with some stardust for that. Like, which is one of the elements you need to power up your Pokemon and stuff. So again, mm-hmm. it's like a lot more ways to play and contribute. Because like again, before the it like a lot of people just there was no way that they could interact with gyms because it's like my Pokemon are just not that strong to take yeah. down this gym. So like now, not only can you upkeep gyms that are your own type by just feeding berries to the Pokemon there and being like, I'm I'm helping. But now you can also um gyms are spinners for you to get items as well. So it's not just like yeah. it's a gym or it's a Pokestop. So it's like a Pokemart. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you'll get stop. You'll get items from that. And on top of that, like there's the whole like, well, that blue gym has some like strong Pokemon in it, but like if no blue members bother to come by and upkeep it. At some point, they're gonna be really vulnerable, and I can just go and I can take it or whatever. Yeah. So like, there's some there's some arguments about like how interesting or how good the new gym system is because a lot of people are saying they don't get as much Poke coins, which is mm-hmm. obviously the uh, currency because like you max out at fifty a day. Yeah, if you hold I was that gonna gym. say, I would... and it's only fifty a day if you lose that Pokemon. 
So, like, if you're holding that gym for, like, three or four days, it doesn't matter. At the end, they're going to come back. They're only going to get 50 coins, which is kind of... What, 50 coins total or 50 coins a day? 50 coins... 50 coins uh, total, I want to say. Total, but you can only get 50... So, say, you have two gyms held. If both Pokemon come back at the same time, you only get 50 coins. If one leaves on one day and then the next day the other one leaves, it's 100 coins total because you get one for that 150 and you get the other one for the other 50. And that's exactly it's... what happened. That's exactly what happened to me. Like I was held, like I held a gym for like a long, a super long time and whatever. And then like two gyms, and then both my Pokemon got knocked out at the same time essentially, and I only got fifty coins. So, like, there are elements still that need like again, and even and the battling system sucks. Like it's stupid. Like it's, it's just tap. It's, it's tapping, tap, and maybe like maybe while, you can know. swipe and miss. They'll miss their attack if if you're Swiping really so really ridiculous. good. Um, I haven't gotten to interact really with the raid battles that much. I've tried, but like the problem is, is that like raid battles just spawn up everywhere, and a lot of times it'll be in like for example my workplace, where it's literally just gonna be people who are uh like at the office are possible to be playing and likely none of them are playing Pokemon Go anymore, so I'm... And I you can't take down... Like, unless it's... You can't... You can take down level 1s. Yeah, if easily. it's, like, a... If it's a... Ma- like, I took down a... Ma- I actually, I lied. I took down, like, a Magikarp that spawned at a raid. Like, really, like... E- like, by myself, fairly easily. But then I got, like... A kind of powerful Magikarp, and that's not the type of things that you want, like... I want, you want oh, a powerful yeah. Magikarp. I want Magikarp. the. I wanted the Ivy, the super powerful Ivysaur that spawned, or like, or even yeah. today, you, you eventually, spawned. you eventually can take out level twos by yourself, but I don't know what level you are, but mm-hmm. uh, it takes a little while. Eventually, you'll be able to get take those guys down. It's a little bit of work, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Either way, I'm enjoying myself again. Uh, I may or may not have gotten another thing at Black Friday. Oh. As, as, one of these? Like, it is one of those. One I don't know where I put mine, but I have it too. So now I'm gonna utilize that on my walks. So Ethan, which number is that? Is that like the Still third number one of those? Two. Okay. I realize two. the reason it's not connected is because the battery's dead. It like blinks a little bit, but as soon as it tries connecting to actual Bluetooth, it dies. So I need to get a new battery for it. So is it just like cool. a watch battery? Yeah, it's just a cheap watch battery. I think they're like maybe like a pack of three is like maybe like seven bucks or something like that. So. Oh, you guys are both those. ridiculous. Pokemon Go. Listen here. All right. Pokemon Go away from me. Uh, I it's don't fun. care about it. I miss I miss riding my bike and playing it. I need to get more lights on my bike so I do not die in the middle of that, the night when I ride you shouldn't, home. Shouldn't distract drive. I mean, you don't, just press a button. It's not really distracting. Don't, don't trespass while playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, don't trespass. It always tells you, like, helpful hints. Like that, like don't trespass, or don't. All right, go into I think dangerous it's time, areas. I think it's time to go away from Pokemon and go towards the news. Yeah, That's my good transition. That was very good. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. see. The first story is a yeah. is a is an oldie but a goodie. It's Battlefront 2, it, the, the, the story that never ends. Yup. Um, Ricardo, why did, what's, yep. what's, the, uh, what's, the, what's the breakdown here? What's the sitch? Okay, so uh, 
I mean, one of the one of the the major things that people have posited in terms of the the loot box system for um, Battlefront and would have made it less egregious. And a lot of people have said, do what Overwatch did and make the things that are dropping out of the out of the loot boxes cosmetic. Make them a cosmetic, uh, like upgrade rather than one that actually affects gameplay um but ea had an answer for that and that was disney didn't let us essentially disney didn't let us uh but the way that it was worded makes it sound like they're like their it was their idea to stay like closer to canon so essentially they say um, this is uh, Blake Jorgensen of EA. He's a chief financial officer, CFO. Uh, he says, The one thing we're focused on, and they are extremely focused on, is not violating the canon of Star Wars. Ah, yes. It's an amazing brand that's been built over many, many years. And so, if you did a bunch of cosmetic things, you might start to violate the canon, totally. right? Totally. Darth Vader in white probably doesn't make sense. I like how it's, it's true. This is what he says. This is what he says is breaking canon. Darth Vader in white probably doesn't make sense versus in black. Not to mention, you probably don't want Darth Vader in pink. No offense to pink, <laughs> pink. but I don't think that's right Man, in the pink's canon. Man, so sensitive though. So there might be things that we can do cosmetically, and we're working with Lucasfilm on that. But coming into it. It wasn't as easy as if we were building a game around our own IP, where it didn't really matter. It matters in Star Wars because Star Wars fans want realism. Yeah. But Star Wars fans may also want to tailor things, a different colored lightsaber, things like that. So you might see some of that. Hey, you hey, hey, uh, Yorgi, Mr. Blake. The thing is, is uh, this doesn't make sense. Because... I don't know. I think I I don't I don't read into this the way you're reading into it of like EA purposefully did not re- removed all cosmetic items. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he he's purposely playing dumb of like oh, you don't want Darth Vader in pink, but it's like yeah, but maybe we want maybe we wanted to have like bat like the helmetless Darth Vader, like battle damage Darth Vader or sure. something like that, like something different, like Luke on Bespin versus Luke on fucking uh, Return of the Jedi you know, outfit, yeah, Tatooine. Exactly, yeah. Or, yeah, Return of the Jedi outfit Luke versus Hoth Luke, fighter or pilot Luke, or something like that. Yeah, like yeah, I. Uh, that's the stuff I feel I, like people are talking about I, here. Not necessarily. I, I agree too. I just I feel like I I feel like it was all, it was like probably a Lucasfilm thing of like you can't have this thing and that thing. I mean, like talk about how like uh, remember how. The story. Did you guys ever read the story about how um, Visceral got their game canceled and shut down, so like that? Yeah. Like every change, every change had to go through Lucasfilm. Like you want, you want him to hold a different gun. That's got to go through Lucasfilm. Doesn't yeah. like, like you can't just like, oh, we're gonna give him a new gun now. It's like no, it goes through Lucasfilm. You want, oh, it's like we're gonna have this character dress in this costume. It's like, oh, is that costume Star Wars appropriate? Got to go through Lucasfilm. So like, even though, the, and those were those were original characters. Those weren't even characters that were. Yeah, like, like totally. you know, in the canon, quote unquote. So I, I can one hundred percent see a situation where you couldn't even have added from the movies 
uh, costumes that you wanted. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I agree. Like they definitely talked about that development developmentally, and this guy's just going like playing dumb because that that seems better. Because you can't throw your partner under the bus when no. asked when when you're not even your partner really, but more like the person yeah. that you're getting the IP from under the bus. Um, so, um, but I don't know. I feel like like a lot a lot of the narrative after after they removed the 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 free to play stuff from it the other week was like, oh Disney saved the day and like was like swooped in and said what are you doing? And it's like, I don't know, man. Uh-huh. Disney is the reason they're in this predicament, <laughs> yeah, sort of thing. <laughs> Disney had approval the entire way through. They they could have stopped it at any point. It was only I after think that's the thing. It's like it's just the was... fact that they didn't put so many cosmetics really crippled. Kind of they're like, oh well, what do we do now? How are we going to make this extra money? Because we, have, we you know when you're making again, this big game. You have you're, you're making people pay sixty dollars for it. But yeah. yet, even nowadays, if you make a sixty dollar game, there has to be some hooks in it, or else they're not going to be profitable. And the best way to do this, I guess, was to lock the actual main progression behind loot boxes. Well, no, I don't think the best way to do it was that at all. But that totally was not. But that was the best way they came up. That's what they came up. But I mean, I, I honestly don't. If you can't do cosmetic items, like, what is a better alternative? You know, it's. it's um, I would say like map packs or something like that. But map packs, like, like they didn't want to do that because it splits the player base, which in turn like gives them a lot, like a bad, um, a a bad longevity of the game. Because that's what Battlefield used to do, and it was like, oh, cool, I want to play this. Well, I can't play because my friends have this pack, and I don't. It's, it's, it's not like, oh, I have this expansion pack, I can do these other things, you know, or I have this, like, ability. It's, it's, it's like, completely switched the player base, and it's map packs. So, it, 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 they're in a rough spot. Like, that, then, I, I, I could yeah, see why like, they did this choice. It wasn't the right choice, and maybe they could have figured something else out, but it, it's rough. They're in a rough spot. It just kind of makes me feel more bad about, like, what they had to do, but, you know, I'm still... Yeah, I feel bad for the developers, sure, totally. but I feel like... I, I, I feel like that doesn't excuse the game design and the end result sort of thing. I think that like, it's the same problem of both times. Like the it, it business is dictated what the game would be rather than the game being made. And then like forming a store around that kind of thing, you know, like yeah. some mandate from EA of like, well, you got to make the game and it has to have transactions in it. And now start. And then Lucas comes in and says, and it can't be cosmetics. Yeah. So now it's like, well, now we have to make this thing. We're not even talking about the gameplay yet. We're not even talking about the progression yet. But we're like starting out as the basis of the entire game with how does it make extra money on top of the sixty dollars it's being charged mm-hmm. for? And they chose a mobile free to play system that like is already kind of scummy in the best of cases. And yeah. then like now you're charging sixty dollars mm-hmm. for a game and doing a mobile scummy thing on it, and it, the rates are terrible. So yeah, they walked into it in a bad way but i do feel bad for the developers there between a rock and a hard place in every part totally. of the way there this story i so oh, uh, go ahead. i was gonna say so from moving from a developer in a bit of a bind to a developer that's trying to throw their weight around yes epic games is like yo you want to chew you want to chew? <laughs> you want to cheat in Fortnite? Get out! We're gonna no, not just gonna not just yeah, ass. not just uh, not just get out. We gonna sue your ass if you're distributing cheats in our game. We're gonna lawyer up, and you better lawyer up too, cause we're coming after that ass. So, 
Epic uh, has filed, uh, this is according to Polygon, Epic's filed a suit against two individuals for making and using software that allows players to cheat in the game <sighs> Fortnite. Uh, the publisher and the developer has filed suit against at least nine more individuals since that first suit, both in the United States and overseas. Um, and the, you know, hey, if the if Bungie, I get, and excuse me, not Bungie, if Epic Games here, a suit like they can argue that these people are doing irreparable damage to their game and the player base if they're doing like distributing these these cheats. So, I mean, as sure I suppose they're within their power to go ahead and sue them, but the real crux of this story is that one of these uh individuals is actually a minor. I'm surprised only I'm surprised uh, only one of them was yeah, like it's all I mean, only maybe only it's only oh, one that's confirmed. Well, only two of them. But... They only sued two cheaters so far, I guess. Uh huh. Yeah, they filed suit against nine others, but I don't know what the status of those cases are right now. Uh, yeah, Caleb Sky Orbit Rogers is the 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 fourteen year old that apparently we are we're dealing with here. Uh. He's, and he's the only one who has taken initiative to use his YouTube channel to speak out against Epic for what he considers to be unfair treatment. Uh, quote, Roger says, I was basically cheating in the game Fortnite. Uh, after which he said in the video, after which he proceeds to plug the website where he downloaded the cheat multiple times. Yeah. His ad hoc defense is that the cheats are freely available and quote, Fucking everywhere. They're like good, dude. Therefore, Roger said, <laughs> "Try this his, shit." His actions. This is a great line. Should be excused. It's a very. This I'm is not in any way. I would way say this is 100 a 14 year old defense to this. Yeah, totally. I'm not in any way trying to ruin the community for fun. Roger said, "I'm just trying to do everything <laughs> for fun." This reminds what? me of the. Uh, I cheat for sound- fun. I don't cheat to cheat. To win, to get good at the game, I just cheat I mean, for yeah, fun. that's true. It's, it reminds me of that uh, Lucky thing, Lucky, uh, Palmer Lucky, when he was like, I'm just doing it for the lols, you know? Oh, the it's lols. Just, it's for the lols, except, bro. Except that he was a 20-something, like, 24-year-old, 27-year-old yeah. man, or whatever, however old he was. Well, because he's a 14-year-old and he's a dumbass, <laughs> he did what, he, he did what... 14 year a 14 year old would do and he asked his mom to help him but apparently his mom so his mom has written this this uh this letter and in it lauren rogers his mother states this company is in the process of attempting to sue a 14 year old they're claiming he prepared derivative works based upon a copyrighted work and publicly performed and displayed this as such they are also claiming he modified their game to use a cheat and live streamed it. This would, of course, fall under the Copyright Act if he did, in fact, modify their game. She goes on to mirror son's claim that these kinds of cheats are freely available and Epic may be stepping out of bounds by punishing those who use them. But she doesn't stop there. Epic Games Incorporated failed to legally bind underage users with their EULA agreement which is a contract between the licensor and the purchaser, establishing the purchaser's right to use the software. This being said, the game itself was in fact free. No purchase of said game occurred. So she's saying that my son didn't even 
you can't even prove that he bought your game because you, there's no way to buy your game because it's free to play right now. Yeah, I, I guess, guess the buy would be the saying. option, one, but one you can't buy it. Well, one it's free to play, so like, like it, it, there's no, there's no money lost. Two, you, you, you're, you're you, the person who signed this EULA is not of age to agree to the EULA, and you did not put any kind of mm-hmm. things in there for underage users. Three, you're suing a minor, which I believe like has like not something you could normally do. Like there might be some, of course, the legal law is crazy, and there's a lot of weird things in there that I don't understand. But I, I was under the impression that you had to be a legal adult to had to be to, in, you know, almost all cases for, to be sued. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you are technically suing the minor's parents or whoever their guardian is. So, yeah, so like it... this is a this seems like a legal case that like. Well, again, like I'm no lawyer, but it seems like a legal case that it seems like the lawyers on Epic side didn't do quite the amount of research they should have done, or mm-hmm. maybe were a little too heavy-handed with. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting case when you do consider how many games now are are online like this, and how many are very likely being played by minors right now. And at and what and point, how likely like, a person like that is more, is likely to cheat? Not that adult, not that uh-huh, not that adults yeah, don't yeah. cheat, but like you know what I mean? Like you know, like 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 his description says, I don't cheat to win. It's like, okay, but what? Okay, yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Matter. But uh, I cheat, I cheat for fun. It's like, okay, sure, whatever. Like like that's a very fourteen well, year old thing, thing to kind of like think about it. Yeah, it's just it's like you wonder then at what point then. Like, do we know if there's a lot of games like this that have established language in their agreements for minors playing the game, or is that just not something that is assumed when people when like they're writing up the legal? I mean, I would imagine I would Im- I would imagine I- that's in there. Like, you're not technically so you're not uh, allowed to agree to a EULA in most cases unless you're 13. But oh, again, that, he's one but- year over. But he is, but you still have to have provisions in there about like if you break this, this is the, the you know we have we will have the right to do this, this and that and that. And that. But like, but you still can't. But again, if you're a legal adult, if you're not a legal adult, you can't agree to a legal document. Like, like when when I used to work at the Apple stores and someone want to come in and have their screen fixed, they had to sign a document allowing us to take their phone from them and repair it. And if they were under 18, we legally couldn't have them sign that document because it's a legal document and they can't be held accountable for it afterwards. So if, if they were to then, like, sue us or we were to sue them, that signature would be invalid. And then that, mm. would, be, that would put the whole thing at, under risk. So, like, if you try to sell a car to a minor and they give you the right amount of money and they sign the thing, it's not valid. It's not a valid sale. Like, even though they gave you the money and all that kind of stuff, like, they, that's, they, that, that's, um... I, I remember being approached multiple times as a minor because I looked old, because I'm an old, old, old soul, um, mm. to, like, apply for credit cards at, like, Target and stuff like that, and I was just like, uh, I don't think legally you can give me a credit card. I mean, that's cool. I appreciate the offer, but, like, I... You know, when you get into legal stuff, like, anything with minors just becomes super tricky. Super, yeah. super tricky. So I don't know. I wonder if they'll. I wonder if the judge will drop that. Or let the. You know. I wonder if they'll dismiss that case for her. I mean, I was thinking that. I remember feeling real. Uh, when I was a kid and I didn't have much money, I would like pirate games and things like that. And um, 
I was always worried. I was like, oh man, is this ever like if I get caught? Like I wasn't worried for myself. I was like, oh man, my parents would like get in such trouble. But found anyway, out. download. Anyway, <laughs> they're smart or whatever, so it's like <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll figure, figure out a way to get, get out, out of it. Figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Like, and uh, you know, in hindsight, it's like, no, that was stupid, little little kid Ethan. You shouldn't have pirated those games because you get in big trouble. And your parents would go to jail, and you'd feel real bad as you go to an orphanage because they're in jail. You know, that's... I'm going to be selfless for two seconds. Go ahead, sorry. I said, I'm going to be selfless for two seconds and consider my parents, and now I'm just going to do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Um, Interesting. this next story I think you brought up in our chat... I did. Well, Um, I I, kind of brought up... Well, I mean, you brought up part of it you brought up the reaction yeah exactly so essentially i mean maybe you'll be more well versed in in that half of it because i honestly they dumped a lot of stuff uh after this so wait we never um, actually wait real quick we never rewound to actually talk about the discussion of like do you think like a game company should be suing its users for cheating I mean, it, it, as... I, well, here's oh, here's also the thing too. I guess to be fair to um to be fair to Epic, they do say in one of the lawyers contacted in this story says, uh la 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 la. It was the lawsuit stems not from Rogers using the cheat, but from publishing what amounts to a how-to guide promoting it on his YouTube channel. Ah. Uh, and they mm. and they issued a DMCA takedown notice of that video, and he chose to contest it, and then. Epic then has to either drop the claim and then lose the rights to, you know, that, that claim or continue, which is just that's what the, the next option is to sue at that point. So that's what they're claiming is the reason they're suing, not necessarily his, the cheating itself. But uh, that's the thing is like it on paper, it, it on paper, it seems pretty shitty, of them, but also it's like it's it is a way to discur- to protect your IP and discourage people from cheating in the in in the future like this by establishing a very real threat that no we'll we'll sue your ass like we don't care yeah exactly i i think banning is a good is is a good result i mean overwatch does that they they just they they banned like a ton of players yeah um True, and... but you you always do get those dogged you know trolls who are always going to just find a way to make As I say, that only another helps, account. And that all, yeah, that only helps with games that, like, Overwatch you have to pay money for, but, like, free-to-play games, like, say, over, like, Hearthstone or something like that. That is a lot harder to stamp out because you just create a new account. Like, it's it's like whatever. You're doing it for the lols. You know? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but eventually hey. it gets too annoying to, to deal with. I was gonna say spoilers and don't let if you work for Blizzard. Don't listen to this. But I I made a second Hearthstone account so I could get that uh Murloc uh card <gasps> Warlock card skin. I uh, me it was Shaman. Heck, cards. If you're from Blizzard, don't listen to this. But I actually used a bot once to get to play Hearthstone on a bot mode, just kind of curious to see how it worked. Um, uh-huh. It worked well for a while, and then they started banning bots. I stopped using it. Uh, but it worked. Like I actually was able to beat people with a bot, which was kind of scary because it would just use the Damn. it would just use mathematics to be like, well, this is the logical move. Blah, blah, blah. I'll take this out, take this minion out, and so I'd play like with a basic like rogue deck, I think, 
just have it go and just roll and then i would get a bunch of gold not a bunch but like a decent amount it was just too much of a pain and it went too slowly because it wouldn't win all the time it was definitely dumber than a person but you'd still win once in a while it was that was a weird thing um this uh this okay so now we can move on to the to the to the bungee story um and all i guess I'll, i know more about the first part i guess ethan you could talk a little bit more about the second part so basically um bungee recently got into uh a little bit of a snafu with its player base because they were offering i believe they 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 advertise it as offering more experience during uh the clear i think it was the clarion call um event that was going on recently like there was bonus xp being offered um but then one of uh, one of or multiple people from the reddit started actually looking into the xp values that were being offered from this event and found out that although technically you were getting quote unquote bonus xp the faster and more like the faster you were gaining xp it would scale like the 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 xp would actually scale so you weren't getting like a raw bonus xp like but it bonus. said you were yeah, but it's the funny thing. Yeah. It said you it. were like getting you it, got you got a hundred. Like, I'm, and I don't know the destiny scaling, but like you got a hundred XP points, and it's like you actually got eighty. But we told you, you, you got. We told you it, you got a hundred. Like, and so a lot of a lot of players were very uh, upset about this, and also potential other elements that were kind of like you know working behind the scenes in terms of to slow like, down to slow destiny. down your level up so that you yeah. would go buy stuff. Yeah, the yeah. way certain certain things worked in it. And of course, in typical uh, you know, internet fashion, everyone took it to the worst possible conclusion point and was essentially up in arms against Bungie so much that they actually had to cancel they were going to do a live stream, I believe of elements of the of the new the new DLC that's coming out here in December, Curse of Osiris. Um they canceled that live stream amidst like essentially what was a big uh you know uproar like just people of, just being just mad about like assholes. they're just mad about like the lack of communication because between a lot of yeah things. It's like they and, have all this huge list of complaints and they just don't address it usually except for like these big blog posts that they've kind of already planned out and you know i mean that's mm-hmm. a standard pr tactic but i guess they just need to be more open and say things more often you know about what they're mm-hmm. planning on doing Stuff like that just feels super scuzzy, too, of, like, like there's a person in here, I think, from the person who figured it out on Reddit or whatever, and he and he, there's, a, there's a part where he says, like, if Bungie wants a cooldown, like, so the, the thing was, like, if you did things repeatedly, you would start to get less and less experience for yeah. them. But yeah. it would still tell you you got the full amount of experience every time. And it's the thing of, like, if Bungie wants a cooldown on this to stop us from spamming public events to get XP, that's a different discussion. We should at least have this communicated to us appropriately in the appropriately in the UI. Don't show us plus nine k if we're not getting plus nine k, like, which is yeah. like totally reasonable. Of like, don't don't like don't lie to your users. Like, don't lie to your users, even if even if it's a yeah. small lie. Like, like, don't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so, Bungie essentially said that a set. They said, "You guys are right. Like, this is we should." Be talking a lot more with you guys. By the way, here is like an extensive rundown 
of everything we have planned for Destiny in the future. And that's kind of where it lost, like, that's where it kind of lost me, was, like, I was just looking at this very long list of things happening. So I don't know, Ethan, if you read into any of this stuff. That's I mean, like I did upcoming. glance at a lot of them. Um, the biggest thing seems to be these masterwork weapons that you can now unlock, where, remember how in the old game, how there was some sort of way to get these weapons that would actually uh, change over time as you would upgrade them and, like, different, uh-huh. and your guns would actually be slightly different each one, but now it's like every gun has, like, a set stat. Well, they're making this yeah. one particular part of it different so you have the main stats are the same but then this part you can upgrade and it would like uh say different things about what your gun does so um like it would give you kill counts like evolve your gun yeah so there's like a different there's different abilities it can do for like a small pool of people and you know and if you do get a gun that you don't like but it has this master class perk on it you can grind that up and get stuff to make other weapons that you do like master class perks which is another thing to kind of keep you on that train because once you get your favorite weapon it's like well that's cool i got it like yeah, it doesn't no level reason. up there's, there's no reason to like keep playing that sort of thing and they're adding stuff like um uh like these things called armor ornaments which are like permanent uh cosmetic changes that you can do across all accounts so like if you get it in your main mm-hmm. character it can go to like your lower level characters and stuff like that um so they're Man, not consumables like these... what's up they're not consumables like all the other like shaders and stuff like that. Yeah, or like even like um like weapons have weapon ornaments, but like once they go on the weapon they're essentially like eaten up yeah. by it. Like that's yeah. uh so that's cool. Um a lot of the other stuff is just minor stuff that like some of your legendary shards, which I think all of us have a lot of, um they're now adding more ways to spend them. Um, there's a couple new activities, there's a bunch of new, uh, there's just, like, longer tail progressions to each of the second things, so, like, what's that one armor guy, or the armor guy, the weapon guy, he's got, like, a bunch of different things he can do now. Banshee. Um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Banshee can do more things, um, so they just added, like, a lot more long tail things, because even if you think that, Benji's intention of this game is always to be like, oh, hey, this is a game you can play for a while drop off and then when the expansion comes out you pop back in and see what's going on on the new stuff and i think this is all stuff to add to that new stuff and maybe make it last a little bit longer than the initial base game grind that you do and then go okay i'm done like i feel like everyone dropped off that game maybe in a month after playing it maybe a month or two yeah and that... just kind of stopped playing it and it's not because it was bad and it wasn't just this point just like okay i've seen everything i can um i've gained all the levels i want the light levels like the max level like i'll wait until the next expansion and that next expansion's around the corner and they kind of want people to stick around a little bit longer after they complete all that stuff in the next expansion which sounds all good to me but it's just why weren't they a little more transparent about the these changes and things like that you know they could have been a little more open with their fan base and yeah i don't know it's 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 weird it's interesting because i i feel like bungie's always been uh a developer that's been a little bit more like communicative with their their um their community like they do tend to write these long personalized blog posts by like recognizable people that uh like tell you what's in, like it's not just like a blind face saying like here's p- patch notes or whatever yeah. it's like an actual person saying like here's what's going on in the game um but it's also like there were so many weird cryptic and sudden changes in the first destiny. And I don't know. I felt like a lot of people that endeared, that endeared it to them 
but at the same time, Destiny Two, I, I in my mind is a very different game than the first. Than the Definitely, first it's it just it's got for different goals and things like that. Like mm-hmm. It's just going for a different style, different vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, despite having the same kind of like great shooting mechanic. Um, but we'll see. Are you are you gonna pick up the expansion, Ricardo? I I think I I think I. I think I gotta. I yeah, mean, I I'm think... feeling like almost obligated to pick up that, and and just because it sounds like a bunch of new cool stuff's gonna be in it, and I do miss that game. I do miss playing it. It's just it's right true. now I go into it and it's like, well, I guess I pick stuff up from Zur. And now Zur has a cool thing where you can trade in a bunch of shards and get a um, it's called like fill out your collection, where you can like buy this one engram that is always going to be one of those legendary ones. It's different. Ooh. Which is nice, so it's not just like, oh, hey, you're getting like a bunch of stuff you already have. It's like, no, this one's always yeah. going to be different, which is cool. I think it's a neat, neat gimmick. Um, so it's just, it's just they're just trying to make the game have a longer tail on it, and I good, good for them. Like, it. I like it. Um, uh, so <laughs> I, I like, I liked in like response, like today though, or something like that, or today or yesterday or something like that. It was like, it was like. Use use Google Home. You can now ask Ghost to from Destiny questions about grimoire cards as like oh a, yeah, I think it's like Alexa real, skill. Yeah, it's like real yeah. just juxtaposition of like guys. We haven't been honest enough with you. We're gonna tell you. Let's let's just we're gonna make things a lot clearer going forward. By the way, have you heard Google Home? You can use it to talk to Ghost now. Yeah, he'll. Yeah, I saw I saw that news story too, and I was just like, man, I was just like. What are they doing over there? Like, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, that was probably in the works a while ago. I, yeah, I I'm sure it's their marketing part. Be like, check this no, out. We I finally got to go. Oh, it all happened. It's just like it's just like this is just not the great timing to no. be like. <laughs> no. Knowing speaking how of I, speaking of what what are they doing over there? Um, <laughs> and I, we're we're gonna go. We're gonna. I don't want to get too. Into we bring this, you live to. Felt like I felt like we should at least mention so. Star Citizen, Star Citizen, one, man. Our our once every four months Star Citizen news story. That might be a game someday. Um, maybe maybe someday. It's it's there's you could play parts Ma- of it. Magic Conchelle. Will Star Citizen ever be a game? <laughs> maybe someday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so would guys would you like a new exciting way to give money to people who are maybe making a, finishing a game of sometime within the next decade maybe yes uh, yeah sure is all fine doing another kickstarter well get ready to buy plots of land in star Citizen. What? now you can just buy... like in real life yeah Wait but a minute. This is called you, Star Citizen, not Land Citizen. Yeah, I was going to say, why can't I buy a planet or something cool like that? Because Just planets planet. that, are made up what, of land. Because uh, planets are one bajillion million pieces of land. Listen, you can't just buy that. Listen, Cloud Imperium Games has said that you can buy land rights in, within the Star Citizen game for $50 each. Okay. And that gets you... This gets... This gets you a single four kilometer square plot zoned for either commercial, residential, Wait, or industrial oh, use. It's zoned. There's zoning. Is there an HOA too? Do I have to pay HOA? I dues? don't know. Do I, to, do I have to pay the? What about what if I hate my neighbors? Item what if my neighbors to don't make your claim? So essentially, you are. This is 
the forty niners running out into the wilderness and putting down stakes Get your and going first, like this, this is one there is yours. Uh so let's see. So uh, what if you hate your neighbors, man? What if they suck? What if they the don't have a lawn? What if what if the neighbors have really reduced the property value of the local area yeah. by leaving a bunch of trash out uh and they don't put away. What if you live next to a bunch of bad schools? Trash and you know, and your your star kids are going to be really stupid. I mean, bad well, citizens. You know what? What if what hey. if those what if those what if Martians move in on the block? Ooh. You know what? You know what happens? It, that, there goes the there neighborhood. goes neighborhood. There goes the space hood. Uh, there goes the space neighborhood. It was you all call the space cops and say that you think you smelled space weed coming from. <laughs> I that I think house. there's I think they're stealing. I'm gonna be a space narc. Yes. So, uh, the storefront says claim licenses are being made available for pledging to help fund Star Citizen's development. The this Star Citizenship sure seems these based claim a lot licenses on... will ultimately be available in game for in-game credits and or otherwise earnable through play in the game. But pledging for these claim licenses now allows us to include deeper features in the Star Citizen game, which is totally coming. <laughs> And it's not required for starting the game. I just love that it says, This project's Persistent Universe product was initially conceived around the time of its Kickstarter campaign in November 2012. Remember 2012, man? That's when we thought the world was going to end, dude. So everyone was yeah. like, yeah, I'll kickstart Mitt, this Mitt Romney might have been elected president. Can you imagine how terrible that would have been? Who let the dogs out? Who? Who? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> There was a there was an infamous video of Mitt Romney yeah. with a, an African American family, and he was like, "Hey now, who let the dogs out? Who who who?" And yeah. it's like, man, Mitt Romney doesn't know anything about nope. black people. Uh, anyway, oh, how, anyway. oh how naive! Oh how naive we were! Yeah, uh, yeah, he'll be the worst we get. Um, so man. yeah, Star Citizen, man, if they pull something out of that, I'd be really impressed to see it. But I don't know. I mean, they have a, they have they they do have playable like they do have playable like alphas or whatever. I don't know what they're called right now, but they have, they have like a you can walk around your ship thing. They have a I think they have like a star like if you want to um do dog fights. They have a I think they have a dog fight. Yeah, they have a dog fight thing where you can like fly around in their virtual stuff. Um, I I think that's about all they have the playable to like access right now. But I they do have stuff that is like a video game that you can play. It's just not a cohesive thing yet, you know? It's just, mm-hmm. it's still all in beta. It's, which is, I mean, that's how games are now. They just perpetually in, in the beta mode, you know? In the beta mode forever. In the, in well, the beta mode. A game that is out of the beta mode and is out of the in beta mode. the dying phases of is uh, Demon Souls. Demon Man, Souls. Man, this me out. The, they're no, finally I mean, you can still, taking... Well, let's, be, let's be 100% okay. You can still play all of Demon Souls. Yeah, yes, but exactly. like the joy of those but, uh, type of games. A fundamental part of of these games is their online connectivity, and that's being ripped out because the servers are going down in February of 2018. Um, no more Demon Souls servers. Uh, Demon Souls. When was that originally released? The magical year of 2012 was when that was. Re- that so was when it, when it, wait, really? Was was it that recent? I. That's funny to me that it was that recent. I mean, it was a PS3 title. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, wait. Didn't the PS4 come out in 2012? Uh, no, no, no. It came out in 2009, the game did, in Japan. Yeah, okay. 
But oh, they planned to end the online service in oh, 2012. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was like, yeah. they didn't. the game didn't come out in 2012. There was still Dark Souls 1 t- and 2 that came out in 360. Yeah. So, so okay, like, yeah, that came out in 2009. Okay. They originally were just going to shut it down in 2012. But, uh, yeah. So they're going to end the game. Uh, not end the game again. Like you said, you can technically play Demon Souls, but there's like some cool moments in there. Like one of them, I believe, is uh, you actually have to like fight another person online. It's like that's that whole boss, and then if that's not connected, it's just some generic like bot or something like that. Which mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah, play, and but I mean, like, like half, that's like really a neat thing. It's just like, oh shoot, you have to fight against this other person who's playing. And I don't even know like nowadays how many people are playing it, but like. I almost feel like I should try and play that game because I always did want to like see kind of the origins of uh-huh. it around near the end date. Because I bet a lot of people are gonna actually be like trying to enjoy it around that time, and then maybe I could find someone to fight against in that one uh-huh. particular mode. Like I think that'd be a really cool thing. But there, the the um yeah, and there's like world tendency. Like the the big thing about Demon Souls was like world tendency. Like depending on players dying in in like the different zones of the game, it would change the world tendency and like certain elements of the game would change based on like what people were currently doing in the in the game like online that was contributing to this online pool and that stuff can change again playing solo but again you're the sole influencing force of that not like the lar- the community at large sure um uh, a weird mu- uh, like an interesting musing by um uh epic name bro who's like a prominent Dark Souls uh, YouTuber was that they're ending it around the I believe it's either the end or beginning of a of fiscal year. It's a simultaneous like shut off during that time, and he doesn't po- he posits whether or not that actually means that they're potentially doing a remaster of Demon Souls instead. Like, well, it's sort really it's a sort. It's the sort of game that people did not at all, um, like, get into as much when it first. I mean, like, it it was popular, but like a cult classic kind of thing. And then Dark yeah. Souls like took off off the back of it, basically. Totally. And then, like, since then, if you released it now as like the original back again, so to speak, you could kind of see how that would. Although, isn't there like a thing of like how Demon Souls was like? Owned by somebody else, it's like a licensing. It was published by Atlas. That's right. That's which... why they. That's why they dropped the name Demon Souls for the mm-hmm. for Dark Souls, right? They. Yeah, because when Na- uh, Bandai Namco started publishing the those games, they um, it's they they had to change the name. It's weird. Like it's it's an interesting situation. Like I mean, that's all rumor and stuff, but potentially there's a that might be a. A quick little money grab there if they if either the the rights have reverted to Bandai Namco, maybe they'll do a, a quick re release and since it doesn't look like Miyazaki's keen on making another Dark Souls game very very soon. Um So yeah. Uh last story here is guys, do you like Mario? I do. Dude, I like... love Mario. Oh man, that wasn't the question. <laughs> Dude, I you... would put Mario. I would. I would eat Mario. I'd put his you entire. Would... Oh okay. I would put everything in him in my mouth. Mm. Well, I mean, 
I I All would never ask. I was gonna say I would never ask you to eat Mario himself, but what if Mario had a cereal? Would you eat him then? <laughs> all, all, always, Every always day. the answer. So, what if that's what if that's what if that cereal was literally just Lucky Charms? Yes, yeah. definitely. <laughs> then so what? Kellogg's now how now how much would you pay? I don't know because I don't think it lists the price on here of how much. It even it even has is... the same like red Lucky Charms box, even though it's you know Odyssey themed. It's cl- clearly very Odyssey themed. Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, there's dude. Those that's clearly uh, a question block. Those clearly are mushrooms. There's no. Yes. There's no stars. There's no moons in here. No. The, well, there those, might be the some stars. Moons, but... The stars are the, the stars are the the stars are the non marshmallow bits. Oh shit! You're right. You can see Damn. the picture there. You can see that picture. Yeah. Either way, um, Super Mario cereal is coming out. This isn't the first time Mario's had cereal out. I, I bet, remember seeing. I, I bet those mushrooms are gonna look nothing like that when you actually like. Oh, they're gonna be all marshmallows mesh, mesh things. I do remember seeing a. I mean, I do remember seeing an old comic books I had from from like the early. I guess they would be probably like the late '80s, early '90s. Um, like uh, not only a a Mario cereal, but a Legend of Zelda cereal. In fact, I think they came in the same box. That was the thing. Um, so it's not Mario's first cereal rodeo, but this is the his latest. And I think one of the one of the big things here is that the uh, the box is an amiibo card. Yes, it's yes. an amiibo. That doesn't do jack because like, apparently well, it re- it's not <laughs> actually an amiibo. It's just a box that you can put that has a sensor in it that you can put up against the amiibo yeah, scanner. Yeah, it can receive gold coins or a heart in the game, which kind of lame. Like those are things that you get all over the place. It's not costume. I wish it'd be like some sort of like ridiculous costume. What or... if it was? What if it was a cereal box? What if it's Mario <laughs> inside? Oh, that'd be great. Mario just... wearing a cereal box. <laughs> yeah. He's just naked except for the cereal box. Like that'd be great. And oh, it's so Mario... good. Mario. Turns into Lucky Leprechaun. Actually, is, is that is that a Kellogg cereal? What is it? What's a Kellogg cereal? I don't know. Post and what Kellogg's if, are like two big ones. What if if they really wanted to sell it, they would just be like, it's a random Kellogg's mascot costume, but like you don't. It's blind boxes, man. It's loot boxes. It's loot cereal boxes. You don't know which one you're gonna get. I mean that would be more fun than just like, hey, you get gold coins Heck, in my heart. We didn't we didn't put it in the news, but like um Penny Arcade started selling blind boxes like in the middle of this whole like EA thing. Who did, yep. who did Penny Arcade what how does that work? Penny Arcade is selling is selling Mario pins, pins. in 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 the Mario three pins in the freaking same style as your Blizzard BlizzCon ah, loot boxes bullshit. of just buy a loot box buy buy a box and it will have some it'll have two Mario pins in it. Which ones will it be? You will find out when you open the box. I mean, box. that's been around for a while, but like, it's just bad time to do that sort of thing, you know? It's yeah. just totally. bad time to have that blind box. Totally. Anyways. Dude. Yeah. Cereal. Now I'm hungry. Honestly, I kind of want to get this. I, 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 do. Bought, I, I haven't I'll, bought a cereal in years. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't eat cereal usually, but what I, I mean, like, sure, I, I it's a box of cereal I'll buy. I'm an adult. I'll buy a box of yeah. cereal. I have a disposable I, income, and I'm going to spend yeah, it on Super Mario cereal. It's like, what? What's it going to be? Five bucks? It's yeah, like, wait, It's probably going to be way too much money for how big the box is. I'll, I'll tell you that. Like, it'll, it'll be... 
like more than money that it's worth. But, but I want it. I think I sure. spent. I think sure. I spent. I'll do it. I think I spent twelve bucks on that bootio and that bootio cereal. So the real you guys probably not going to be more than that. What's Did up? You guys. Oh, sorry. It's like three of us talking at once. Ethan, go first. I would say that is that the the actual cereal with the marshmallows and stuff yes. like that. Yes. Yeah, no, that's a lot. But I think that one. I think this one's actually being sold in like stores. I think that one. Yeah, this this will be like a this will be like a normal price. That one was online and like also, um, like they sold it at Fye. I want to say. Yeah, it was like so the that, only that store I think this will be actually it. sold at like supermarkets and stuff. So. In a store, yeah. Also, there's a cereal blog called Seriously, which is a really great name for a cereal blog. Um. It'll be on. It's on Kellogg's website. We don't know when it's actually December 11th. Is when they're going on. It's when they're going to go hitting store shelves across the U.S. as early as December 11th. December 11th. Never. Um. The uh. D- did you guys? What was I going to ask? Uh. I don't know. Did you guys? Oh yeah. Did you guys hear about Prongles sold officially at oh, Target? Oh God. No. <laughs> no. I've, I've heard what? enough about them, but I don't know anything else. Uh, um, Cards Against Humanity sent me an email. It says, we're getting out of the card game business. It's too difficult, and we're going to focus on our true passion, which has been snack foods. So we've announced Prongles, and it's just like this pig, this like warthog riding a skateboard. Okay. With, a, with, a, with, like, with, a, with a non-copyright infringing tube of, of curved chips that may, reckon, may resemble a similar t- curved chip, but have no have no uh copyright infringing thing and also the prongles logo is once you pop they're great (laughs) (laughs) that's that's their uh that's their catchphrase and they sell they sell um they currently sell like two different flavors i think okay And and they want you to vote on the third the three that you can vote on are like Tacos and burritos, okay. Um, America, uh huh, and real fish. Mm-hmm. All right, so th- those are the three flavors I that vote you for can. America, as usual. Those are the three flavors that you can uh... attempt to have made by Prongles. I need to look this up now. Original Prongles, this is what they're called here. Oh, it's got music on the website. I didn't even know that. Oh God! Let's, let's, I'm gonna take a quick look. I bet I'm sorry, <laughs> streamers. You're gonna hear this. Whoever's on the stream. Oh. Oh, it has a, it's original music. It's original music. Oh uh, yeah, it's just some pretty good music. Prongles, huh? Salt and potato, onions and cream. So, yeah, onion, onion, onions and cream is the one that it's called. Whole fish Once is you, uh whole fish. Whole is fish. Hmm. Once you pop. That's great. <laughs> also, the the, the volume, the volume, the volume slider on their website. No matter which direction you move it in, turns it to max volume, and then oh, you cannot, God, and, and, then, and, then, and then you can't, okay, turn, it can't turn it off, and then you stream, can't turn it off. Our stream sake, um, that's a thing. Okay, uh, that's yeah, that's being sold at Target. Yeah, they're being sold at Target. They're all out on their website. You can no longer buy any more on the website, and they're going on eBay right now for like ninety dollars. The internet's freaking weird, man. Um, yeah, onions and cream is pretty great. Whole fish is winning right now. I, I don't even know what ungodly flavor that's gonna taste like. Um, the, I like the little um the little caption I'm reading here. 
If I buy Prongles expecting to get anything other than chips, will I be disappointed? We believe there's nothing disappointing about the unforgettable <laughs> crunch of original Prongles. <laughs> so, yeah. It's good branding. Um, that music thing on the website is pretty great. The, mu- the music thing of, like, y- you turn the volume down and it, and it, it puts it to max volume. And you can't stop it. I mean, that is, like, those, those websites. They're like, we gotta have uh, a good uh, a mode here, you know? Uh, and the music is like, once you pop, once you pop. <laughs> this seriously website's really cool, man. They reveal a whole bunch of different uh, cereals, and I'm just, I just want to know what the best cereal is. Cereal uh, reveal. I, look, I've been out of the cereal game for a while. I want to know what the best one is. If I'm gonna get back into it, I need to know the top hits of the best cereal. You know? Yeah, well, you don't I don't want time. I don't want to know what your favorite cereal is. I want to know what your favorite trailer is in this week's trailer trash. Trailer trash. Get it out. You got it. Here's our. Here's our. Uh, let's let's uh, put our YouTube playlist up in that uh, that Twitch chat if people want to read that. <laughs> if anyone is listening still, who knows? If you go to our website, you can see our YouTube playlist for this week's trailer trash, and you can watch it yourself. Well, I'm also um, playing it on the stream silently. Wow. Over on that, you can see what, what trailers you watch as they will loop continuously the entire playlist. Um, that's gonna distract me, but I will try not to pay attention to it. Our first game that we watched is. Crossing Souls, not to be confused with Crossy Souls. Um, It is definitely different. Uh, Guys, do you like the 80s? Yeah, it's fine. Have you heard of of the 80s? I have. It's a decade. I have. I was born in that. Comes after the 70s, but before the 90s. Wow. You are all. So far, everything you guys have said about the 80s is factually correct. Um, Have you guys heard of, like,. That there was like a lot of pop culture in the eighties. Did you did you yes. know, did you hear about that? Well, guess what? What if yeah. all of those pop culture things you liked and you recognize were in one media? Because one that's media. Because because there's only ten current things in production that will do that for you. But this one is a video game, and uh-huh. it has right. it has sprite based pixel art. Um. Which is pretty cool looking. Um, I think someone made Definitely. the uh, the crawl comparison. Yes, it's like crawl, but if crawl, but like less Cthulian. It's like more bright and colorful. Yeah, it's, it like it's, more, it's less it's, grimy. It's got it that smooth, it's got that very smooth and anim- like very smooth animation of like lots of frames of animation and um, and it literally is like just taking like I mean I'm sure there's original content there, in this there, game but there's like there's a DeLorean there's a Ghostbusters ghost in the fighting in the library from, from like take by excuse me stand by me taken like almost directly they go to see a dead body they're running on the yeah. train tracks and yeah. stuff um, there's the, an ET there's a thing where they're doing the ET phase they're uh-huh. they're doing they're doing back to the future on the train tracks with the with the car. It's a never ending story like in like there's, giant ass monsters going on. Yeah, yeah. There's, so I like I, I I don't know, like, they had, I, I, I was like, the animation at the beginning of this trailer is really cool. It has, like, a cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon style trailer on it. Yeah, it's I just, I just hope, I just hope it's not going to f- be filled with nothing but references. Yeah, I, I mean, hope it has a little bit more of its own soul. The one thing I guess you hope the, is that it seems like a varied amount of different things that are happening in the trailer. Sure. And that kind of makes it look way more interesting than, like, say... You know, oh, it's just like here's some A's stuff that's happening. It's like, oh no, this is like they characters go through a bunch of different things in these like different settings, and 
You know what? If if you're hitting peak 80s, just just lean into it, man. Just go all the way. Who cares? You know, at this point, it it's better to have those like references in a cool way than just being like, oh, I don't know. Remember the 80s? There's a couple things. Like, there's literally Lorian in this uh this video. So I mean, whatever, yeah. dude. Just go all the way, man. Go go full uh uh Brady Player One. You know, just just have it all, man. People love that stuff. People love it. Do we love it? Especially the people on this Do podcast. We love it? it seems it it's seems fine. it seems fine. I, never, I, 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 never I mean, seen I like I like Stranger Things, and I, I wasn't like born it. in the eighties. I still have not seen Stranger Things season two. I haven't either. Uh it's not as good as Stranger Things season one. Oh, okay. But oh, so it's like not good. I mean, it's fine. It's good. I think it's good. I, I mean, know. Ho- I was taking a shot as someone who was like, man, Stranger Things season one. That was an enjoyable show that was probably about, like, five hours too long. Uh, that's uh, just me, man, I can see that. That's just me, though. Then you're probably not going to like season two, because, like, I feel like season one was paced, like, really well, mm-hmm. and I, and this is not paced as well. Like, it's not, like, it's not like it's bad, it's just the characters are, like, you know how in season one, there's, like, oh, we're going to follow these characters, these characters, and these characters, so to speak, and... They're doing this thing, they're doing this thing, and they're doing this thing, and they all kind of are, like, leading slowly towards the, yeah. the like, point where, oh, everybody they're realizes what's... They're yeah, everybody, everybody realizes what's going on, and we're all gonna, like, come together and figure it out, so to speak, right? Uh-huh. This, this one's like, well, these characters are off doing this, and these characters are off doing this, and these characters are off doing this, but they're kind of, like, over here, and these guys are over here, and then we're gonna have a whole episode just about these guys for a little bit, and then we're gonna go back to the... And then this person's over here by themselves, totally not doing anything with any of these people, like that kind of thing. So it's not like it's bad. It's just it's just paced. I think paced poor, not paced the best. And um, um, yeah, it's still it's still very much. I feel like like it almost felt more '80s pandery than the last one did somehow. The okay. last one had a lot of that too. But mm, um, my favorite it, parts. Um, but uh, yeah, again, it wasn't bad. It, and if you like the characters, it's it's uh there's some interesting character development. They're Hopper's ha- Hopper's still the coolest. Still basically the coolest. I'll, I would agree. I'll, I'll um, agree Knights of Valor. Next so game apparently that we, this is some kind of this is some kind of remake of of an old two D like side scrolling beat 'em up. I think is what the trailer was getting at. Yeah, now, like a, but a, now like it's redone. Like but now it's redone. Yeah, and it it looks redone. Like like, okay, I don't think I think you guys are gonna like give me crap for this, but I feel like this game looks a little bit like the Street Fighter art style. Like, but not as good. Sure, I don't like know. The Street kind Fighter of, like the, to me, it looks like to me it looks like. I mean, maybe again, it's just because the character designs are all from that era and stuff. It does to me looks. Like uh, Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, like, like I honestly style. was gonna say that when I when you started talking about it again. Like, I think it's very Dynasty Warrior type feel to it, but I don't know. Seems alright, I guess. I mean, the mechanics look decent. Like the 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 gameplay looks okay. It's just that it's it feels like one of those games like they they would make in like the early PSP era where it's like, uh, we'll take a two D game. And we'll give it 3D graphics. Is it going to improve at all because of that? Like, no. But we did it. Like, it's, it's not going to look better than what the original looked like. You know, like a, like a, like a Xbox Live Turtles in Time 
yeah. 3D like update where it's like the, this game does not look better than the 3D. I mean, than the 2D sprites. So I don't know why you bothered to do this. Just re-release the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it looks it looks fine. It doesn't look yeah looks serviceable. It, it, it looks like whatever. The longest five minutes. Now this is another game. Well, this is I think Matt, you said this game looks like a mobile game. Which... It does look like a mobile game, but it's not. It's coming out for Switch and um, it's a Switch. PS5, I, I don't. Mobile, I think Mikkels and you could take it with you. Yeah, you're, you're I'm making right. a really dumb face right now. This game, um, this game has a neat idea. I can't tell how well the execution will be until. You know, until we actually see the game in in, uh, in action, so to speak. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Totally. But um, the art style was very basic. It left a lot to be desired, to be honest. But it seems like the entire game takes place in memory. Like, like the, it's called the longest five minutes because I think you. The implication is you start out the game at the final boss, and you have five minutes left until. He, something bad happens, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's about to blow up the whole world or destroy all of his existence or something like mm-hmm. that. He's like this giant demon thing. And then, the like, demon king. And then all, and all your party members are talking to you going, like, hey, remember? We need to remember when this happened. Do you remember me? Do you remember me? And then, then it, like, flashes back to the time where you did that thing. And then you can, like, redo that thing and gain re-experience points yeah. um, to, to get new abilities and... I think that affects what's happening in the, you know, the quote-unquote present. Um, I don't know. It it seems like that's a cool idea. I don't know what the execution will be like, and the art style's not enough to sell me on. So if if this game comes out and, like, people are saying that it's, like, really good, then sweet, then awesome. I'm just not sure if this this trailer did enough. Nah, it didn't sell. It didn't sell me on it anyway, and... It looks yeah. fine, but it, it's there's so many good games coming out. It's you can't be just mm-hmm. fine now. You have to be well, like they're amazing. already out, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I mean, monsters yeah. are still coming out. Think about it. That's in less. That's it. A little more than a month. You'll be playing the new Monster Hunter. Think about it, man. Oh man, I can barely imagine a time when that'll be real. It's gonna be great. Hopefully, Hope watch so. it be terrible. Um. The Shin Megami Tensei 5. This is announced for Nintendo Switch. It's the fifth installment in Shin Megami Tensei series. I, I don't know what else to say about it because I don't know. I mean, this trailer on. just looked like some JRPG. Like, it just looks like a JRPG. JRPG. Uh, like a social type game where it's like. But present day and like there's evil it says the fountains of the great deep broke open and the windows of heaven were opened if you read that line and went yeah i'm into that like you might be into this game then you'll if, probably then there was you, like gargoyles like if you like, sw- if you like Shin Tensei, and is like uh and then it's like oh blood but it's rose petals Jeez. corruption man it's all like good stuff it's a bunch of like demons attacking it's just like yeah. this, is, this is modern japan it's demons w- whipping you up i was saying as we were watching this i was like i don't know anything about shin megami tensei I, I like persona but persona seems like it's got a little bit more fun to it so to speak i don't really know if that's the right totally. word but like you know what i mean it seems like it's it's less self-serious and it's less like grim and gritty i don't know if that's the true of what all shin megami well, tensei games thing- are like but like but yeah, Persona seems like it's just like we're a bunch of high schoolers. What's, ah, we gotta figure well, this out. Like, like, there, 
there are like really dark tones and kind of disturbing oh, imagery in Persona, yes, yes. but it's like, but it's approached in like such a stylistic way that it. And like, from that perspective of those those you know kids, so to speak. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, and just like how everything is so stylishly presented and like the actual overarching themes and stuff. Right. Are so like over the top, it it feels like the stakes are somewhat lower in a weird way, if that makes sense. Um, Cause you guys are the heroes, man. Uh, but anyways, uh, the last trailer on here was Parkasaurus. Yeah. A, Parkasaurus. This is a, like a zoo tycoon type game, but with dinosaurs, which we've totally seen before, but this game had an interesting art style and, a sense of whimsy that I the the when you make the dinosaurs happy they make a weird sound they go ah, ah. <laughs> and it's like that's not what dinosaurs sound dinosaurs like, sound like I know they all look kind of derpy they got kind of like weird eyes and kind of goofy looking um, they got like the googly eyes yeah. yeah it kind of looks like everything creatures in some ways like how the, the art style <laughs> looks very similar where it's like these big I, eyes and I just like the I just like the whole like. They're your friends. Like, build, yeah. build them a home. Because then it's like, the trailer's like, and when your friends, like, get, like, when your friends get crazy, and it shows them, like, breaking out of their, and have, and, like, their, their enclosures, and then it's like, handle with care or something, and it switches to, like, a weird first, first person, person mode where you're tranquilizing, like, dinosaurs rampaging through your park or whatever. It's uh, it looks like but yeah, it, it look it looks like it has like a deep like leveling up system and like upgrades and and like uh, you and know like put, a, you put stuff in your park to you know yeah like do them. the 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 customization looked interesting like they showed a part where they dropped like lamp lamp posts on like down a path and then they emitted light and then they strung from the lamp posts like Christmas lights as well yeah. so it looks like pretty deep customization in terms of what the thing is gonna like what your park is gonna look like that's but, cool um yeah it looks cool i think it said it's coming soon to steam i don't think they had anything else it's just, join our wish list sort of thing where it's like yeah. we'll show you when it comes out like we'll tell you when it comes out go I, to our I, site I, and you guys said it. the art style looks interesting to me it's, it's just a little too on the basic polygonal side for me it's it, a it little does... like crossy roadish kind of yeah but i don't think it has enough style in it where it's just kind of like, oh, this is just very basic polygonal, okay. like simple simplicity, and doesn't like that's a cool way to, uh, that's a cool st- art artistic style, but it's not a good way to inject any sort of feeling into that style. You know what I mean? If, if that makes sense, where it's it's simple looking, but doesn't have enough. It's almost too simple, where it just kind of turns voids into like verges in the basic territory, as opposed I to see. like a stylistic. Uh, design. It's more of a design stylistic choice and not a stylistic design where it's like, oh, we want to really make it look like this. It's just like, ah, no, nah, we kind of want to have low res because it's easy. That's mm-hmm. my impression. I might be a little harsh on this game, but it, it, it doesn't it doesn't jive for me as well as like kind of. I I, f- I feel yeah. I think looking at the over like the 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 map as a whole, like I can you can get that vibe. But I felt like when they were getting into like the menu systems and the way the like, menus are much better. That stuff, will, yeah, that stuff that. like animates and looks like I I thought that it really worked. I think it's going for a style, and I I kind of dig it. 
Teach your own, man. Teach your own, but man. But what wins trailer trash this week? Uh, Ethan brought up earlier in the week, I think, that I don't think we actually chose a winner for last week. <laughs> Wait, did we? I looked at the dock and nothing was italicized. It was a crazy week last week. Did you listen to the podcast? Uh, I could go back and listen to it. I have not. Um, you edited it, so that's why I was asking. Either way, what wins? Thi- we'll worry about that later. But what wins this week? Um, Crossing Souls for me. I'm gonna say Parkosaurus. I really like Parkosaurus. Yeah, I'm gonna say Parkosaurus as well. Dang, Parkosaurus did not work on you guys. I I liked. I really liked the 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 kind of like weird Captain Planet ish like Bird King Kids Club animation <laughs> style that they were doing at the very beginning of the trailer, but then once it actually dumped dumped into the tr- the actual game itself, although that art style itself looks really cool yeah, I, I as think well. That's the thing is, it looks cool. It is different, but it is kind of like a bait and switch. I'll totally see. It that. was yeah, it did kind of like change my expectations. Go, I go, oh, and I was yeah. just kind of like, oh, after that point, I was like. Yeah. Mm. Which is the other thing. Respect. Respect. I want to see the the magic school bus art style. Alright, well I guess that's the winner then. The uh this game called um Parkosaurus. Parkosaurus. Gonna highlight that. I will do that right now. Alrighty, well, that about wraps it up for the podcast. Thank you so much for listening or watching, if you've been joining us live. Um, our website is pixelwatchlegends.com, with one L. We have a Twitter, pixel underscore legends, and our Twitch page is also pixel, twitch.tv slash pixel underscore legends. Legends! That's where you can see our stuff, and we have a Facebook page as well. Like us and all that stuff and do all the things. I think that about wraps it up for the episode. What I will say is I want there you found it. Ricardo found his Pokewalker. I want uh I want a freeze I want to I want to I'm going to make an image for the podcast here so I want everyone to make a good image for our stream that we're going to do. So let's go. Let's end with a good one. One of those has to be good. Yeah. And people listening to that will not know what that was. Go on our website to find out.